0: begins the wagons are circled every wind is raided it's football time in america and this republic has never been stronger the sportsocracy beer city's best sports talk live from the ingles studio It is
1: ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM 880 AM and 1400 man man welcome into the program it is a threadbare Thursday week four of the NFL season kicks off tonight and those of you uh watching us on the YouTube stream Jeremy's playing with the lights again he's playing with my camera angles well I mean you said open the open the window and now now I really do look like a ghost um tank I, <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you here but uh
2: you always look like a ghost
3: <laughs> because you haven't
2: seen the sun in three damn days yeah that's- so you know cheryl crow i am doing the best i can do
1: <laughs> all right it's, it's, it's we can't settle on one position
2: and so now it's anyhow i mean i'm trying i'm doing the best i can here but uh you know the artist can only deal with the clay with which he has been given <laughs>
1: It is a bad artist that can't mold the clay. That's well, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, take, if, you should see what I'm looking at. If you can't work with this beauty, then you have no business being in business. That's weird because I, I look you, just fine. I'm <laughs> radiant, even. You're radiant. Stop it. <laughs> I can
2: work with this ball. <laughs> that ball is deflated.
1: <laughs> Easy, Tom Brady. It is ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM. 1,400 the Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We're seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click that live video link, subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. It is a full-on Threadbear Thursday. Get your comments in on the YouTube uh, today. Uh, Any topic you want talked about, we will get into it. Uh, We have Um, our first one of those.
2: I'm your Huckleberry. It's from Steven
1: Tao. Who would
2: win a fight? Superman or a word that I don't know how to pronounce? Uh, Goku. Um, that's a good Goku. Yeah. I don't know
1: what a Goku is, so I'm going Superman. Uh, Goku is that dude from Dragon Ball Z, and I think he throws, like, fire or something. I don't know. I've, I loosely I never watched know what Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Z. Z is. I never so. saw it, so, I, I you know, not into the whole Japanese animation thing. Okay. I was It was past my generation like i'm i'm an old man and i I don't know what that means so i'm going superman just because that's the one i know yeah superman always finds a way even the even when he dies he comes back to life he's done it what four times now boom much like the green bay packers oh good segue segue. let's go yes count one take (laughs) lambo field the frozen tundra oh wait no it's it's actually not frozen tundra it's not that time of the year yet and that's the time of the year that it scares me to go to green bay i and i will say this as clearly as i can if you're a fan of the detroit
2: lions you should be nominally scared of tonight why is that i don't know why i have this weird feeling about green bay we have doubted this team repeatedly mm-hmm. and yet they just keep finding a way to win you yeah. beat a Saints team that we believe in. Yeah, you beat they, a Bears team to death that we believed in for a minute. That didn't last long. They should have beat the Atlanta Falcons, but
1: didn't. And that's that's a problem to me.
2: And to me, the loss there was more on the coaching, the play call, and, the, uh, and that side sure. of it than it was on Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. Now I catch him at home against a Detroit Lions team that this has all of the makings of trap game.
1: Does it? It does. Okay.
2: You you were at home. You beat the absolute smoke off the Atlanta Falcons. You took away everything they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I have this weird feeling that Green Bay is going to is going to represent
1: themselves quite nicely this evening. So you're calling a big victory no, for the Packers? I'm not seven point. I victory. think this are will be a full touchdown here.
2: Look, most Thursday night football games are unwatchable. I do not believe this game will be unwatchable. I don't believe it will be either. This might be the best Thursday night game we'll get all
1: year other than, you know, the one that Detroit already played in. Possibly. Now, what what kind of feeling do you have about this game? Do you think that this is going to be the NFC North growth battle that it has been in the past. No bears and the lions, or uh, or Packers and the Lions, just gutting it out on the ground at three clouds, three yards in a cloud of dust, that kind of thing. No, I don't either. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I do too. I think they're both going to light it up. Jordan Love is going to be able to get, you know, pretty much whatever he wants. I mean, it's not going to be like Tua Tonga low on the Broncos kind of stuff. But I think both these quarterbacks I think you get will a be lot able of to get what they want in this guy I'm
2: looking for a lot of points uh vegas is heavily on the under heavily Mm -hmm. on the under Mm -hmm. and i'm not really sure i understand that i think that's an overreaction to what we just saw with desmond ritter and vegas whether it's right or wrong is totally up to you vegas views jordan love and desmond ritter very similarly right now i think that's an error in judgment yes I am looking at the the Vegas Power Rankings right now, and Jordan Love is worth a point. Desmond Ritter is worth half a point. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me when I see Jared Goff is two and a half points ahead of him. I don't think he is that much better than Jordan Love. Now, look, I'm a notorious Jared Love or uh, Jared Garf detractor Mm -hmm. but do you think there is as much a difference between jordan love as there and and jared goff as there is between jared goff and trevor lawrence because that's where vegas is at and that doesn't make a lot of sense to me
1: i'm gonna say yes because i think trevor's that much better than jared so you so, think Jared Goff's just leaps and bounds ahead of, uh, of Jordan Love? No, but well, do, you, that's the question do you think Trevor's leaps and bounds ahead of Goff? I mean, is it a he's, he's is markedly it a hop ahead skip and him. a leap? I
2: would say Trevor Lawrence is somewhere in the 7, 8, 9 range of the NFL. Jared Goff's somewhere in the 15, 16, 17 and Jordan Love's in the back end of the top
1: twenty. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mainly know. because there's twelve quarterbacks in the NFL that I don't believe in it at all. I feel like those I feel like those points make sense. Although I am the ignorant guy to gambling things. It it makes sense to me that Trevor's two points better than Goff and Goff is two points better than Love. Let me let Maybe me do this a different way with a quarterback that I know we how we both feel. Okay.
2: Who means more to a team right now? Justin Fields or, Jor, or Jordan Love?
1: justin Fields. i, I disagree with
2: you Real. in terms of positive to a betting line the guy that's oh, won that five was, oh, games that's ever that's what you're talking
1: about i thought you were talking about who means more to what they no, doing asked, right I now i asked that question poorly
2: <laughs> which team which point which one of these two quarterbacks is more conducive to their team winning and moving a betting line jordan love or justin oh. fields yeah vegas disagrees with you well that's crazy. by a point and a half justin fields is right behind jared goff mm-hmm. and that's dumb mm-hmm and so for me, this is just, this game is misnumbered. Am I telling you that Detroit's not going to win it? No. They very easily could. I think they're the better of the two teams. They're also on the road. Mm-hmm. I think Green Bay has the better coach. And I don't think the quarterback battle's that different. Yeah. So when I'm looking at a team at home catching two points, that feels like gambler candy to me.
1: Okay. And I understand where you're going with that. I love the Detroit Lions, and you know this about Mm -hmm. And I'm not so sure that Green Bay has the better in the coaching matchup here. Now, you take Matt LaFleur and Dan Campbell single head-to-head. Okay, I'll take Matt LaFleur. He's got a longer track record all the wins. Of course, we all know the history here. But when you add in the assistants... I, I don't I don't believe in Green Green Bay's whole coaching staff as much as I believe in Detroit's. And, and so, and, when I you, and, and I don't disagree. With yeah. That. So when you have Ben Johnson calling the plays, and, and you know, and um, what's his face? Aaron Ter- Glenn. It's not Terrell Austin. Where did he end up? I, I have no idea off the top of my head. I remember he was one of the hot names in defensive coaching one time.
2: Anyway, yeah, you, he interviewed for about every job in the NFL
1: yeah uh, when you he have aaron the, glenn. he's with the pittsburgh steelers there you go when you have aaron glenn and ben johnson calling the plays and all of that and dan campbell added in i think they have the advantage there i don't know you the way you said that made me feel like you expect detroit to come in here and stumble And I don't see this as a trap situation or a... No, this is just one of those times that I have
2: have way too much access to what Vegas thinks. And right now, if you look at the Vegas power rankings, which one of these teams is rated higher? Is it Green Bay? It's Green Bay. Mm -hmm. Green Bay's at home. Vegas likes them better. And yet they're a two-point dog. Why would that be? Because public narratives on Detroit, mm-hmm. uh, of Detroit's the best team in this division. Nobody believes in Jordan Love. It's only been three games. You came back against New Orleans when, when Derek Carr went out. And this feels like one of those layup bets that everybody's doing the exact opposite way. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be, I'll, I'll be a dope on the other side of that one. I got Detroit tonight. Uh, you and Asheville
2: Police Chief uh, David Zach both do.
1: Because
2: yep. this week I was forward thinking and asked him who he picked before the game was over. That's a great idea. Uh, week four of the NFL, first time I've done that all year. I just trust him since he carries a badge and defends this city, much like Batman, that he
1: will be honest about who he would take. Uh, was he honest when uh, he was wrong? Uh, yes. Okay, then there you go. That's all you need well, to Well,
2: see, know. that's the thing. He told me I uh, had Kansas City week one. Okay, mm-hmm. I now believe you. Because you could have told me the opposite way, and I would have had no way of knowing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but you also would have been like, are you a witch?
2: Are you (laughs) lying? I feel like, I'm not going to say it, because you you carry a backpack,
1: and I'm a little scared of you. Nobody had that. I mean, very few had that. A number of people had that.
2: But I just, this is one of those convergence games where I feel like, I've always said with gambling, there are some honey holes in the season. mm -hmm. If you have a real belief on a team early and you know that you feel differently than the rest of the the betting populace you got an advantage Mm -hmm. now is about the time where those preconceived notions that we have found to be not true which is green bay is bad that's what we thought going into the season yes that's not true no it's not i think even the smartest the smartest and the dumbest gambler can both look at green bay and go this is not a bad team Mm -hmm. i don't think they're a threat to win the Super Bowl, or really even a playoff game. But they're not bad. And now you're being treated as bad, and this feels like one of those I'm not going to... I'm not going to
1: askew what all of Vegas is telling me Mm -hmm. because this feels like a trap. I'm also not flipping my lid on this. Look, I was on Green Bay, remember, in Atlanta. I was on Green Bay last week against New Orleans. I... I see the momentum with this team. The problem that I have is I just feel like Detroit's better at this point. And I'm not going to flip my lid because I'm really not sure how good the Falcons are. And that was a game that you let slip away. I'm really not sure if I should be impressed with Jordan Love coming back and winning against the Saints who didn't have a quarterback. Like, I get that that's not anything – them not having a quarterback doesn't stop him from doing his job. Correct. But still, I'm just not sure that this team's at that level yet. I feel like Detroit's a little bit better than them. So Uh, I completely get why they're they're a favorite on the road against an inexperienced quarterback. I I mean, I understand
2: why – if this game was being played in Detroit, I would agree with you. Would you – all right, let me ask you this. Would you lay five with Detroit at home against Green Bay? No. I wouldn't either. I would not. I wouldn't either. So why am I going to lay two on the road?
1: Yeah, I don't – I I just never really subscribe to that whole three-point swing thing. Oh, I have. Yeah.
2: I have, and I'll be honest with you. If you look at the – if you look at the way the betting markets have gone to start the NFL season, people really undervalue who's at home. Right okay and that's notorious people notoriously look at which team is better they don't look at whether they don't look at where the game is played it's just oh this team is way better so mm-hmm. that's who i'm taking mm-hmm. the new york jets this week how much of a dog are they to kansas city you and i both think they're gonna get beat by 40 they're a nine and a half point dog in kansas city mm-hmm. or actually that game's in Matt life I only know that because Taylor Swift is coming to the game. <laughs> that will be the only time conversation probation is broken. That's the reason that I remembered that.
1: <clears throat> don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Mm-hmm. They're going to make you care. No. They will they will shove this
2: down your throat. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and
1: That's the beauty of
2: NFL telecast. Hey, I don't have to watch the
1: Chiefs. Mute. Click. <laughs> <laughs> right. We can just turn that off and go watch the red zone replay or something i don't know which that should be a thing the red zone replay yes i agree because i don't get to watch them should they not loop it don't you think they should loop it 24 hours a day on that channel and then you can just pick it up and you can watch it whenever time whatever time you want to well it's better than we'll be back next sunday just yeah it's not about yeah and then the channel goes dead why would you not want eyeballs on that throughout the week I'd watch just it. keep watching the touchdown loop over and over again it's better than anything else that's played on uh national television mm-hmm. so. that is very very true you're in the sportsocracy this is espn asheville 92.9 fm 880 am at 1400 jeremy's uh picks of the night coming up in green on green at the end of the hour uh but yeah as far as me and the chief goes we'll be on the lions tonight against the packers The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
4: At Ingles, whether we're celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings.
5: Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future dependable guidance you need, and service you'll appreciate. At HomeTrust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local HomeTrust branch or anytime at HTB.com. Member FDIC.
0: The Sportsocracy. That is some good, clean family fun there, eh, it?
1: it is ESPN Asheville. We're then the Sportsocracy hey now tank looks like a real life person do i do oh look at
2: that you look like look a real life person
1: i look look like pink cherry baby look at that yeah, well, that's so
2: cute uh that's not how i would describe that but <laughs> you can also see his lovely beer cities football club shirt which indeed. will be available on our
1: website after this here program uh indeed get yourself one today this is the um,
2: softest shirt i've i think i've ever owned it feels like a hug
1: it, it does. When I pulled it out of the out of the uh, box over here, I thought it was a f- woman's shirt. It is. It feels like super soft. It feels like one of my wife's. Uh, what do they call it? Boyfriend shirts. You remember those? They had the like the V neck, and they were real soft. My wife wore those forever. I I don't I don't know. That's what, what they doing. were called. They were called boyfriend shirts. It's very soft. Yeah, I, it I like it. It's very nice,
2: and they very come nice. in four lovely colors. We have the the charcoal that Tank is wearing. The
1: blue that I'm wearing, a Florida State maroon. Yeah, it's not red. It looks red on my computer, on uh, right behind your head. Uh, but, but it is maroon. It is maroon right yeah. behind my head. Yes. And then there is a teal one as well. Mm-hmm.
2: For all you Charlotte Hornet fans. Oh well, the thought was that the 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 imaging on this is Florida State colors, and it was that uh, Native American heritage color. Oh. That's where it came from. Oh. Uh, robbie Wright, our buddy that owns the uh, big orange tent at the asheville mall where you can find all of your halloween needs this halloween season Mm -hmm. uh is the one that printed these uh and and we thank him for doing that uh but we needed a fourth color and he sent me a list and i went that's the only one that makes sense so let's let's do that one all right
1: it is a threadbare thursday get your topics thrown into the youtube comments uh and we will get to them throughout the program here uh just the Quick update, let's see, Michael Meadows, the uh, reigning champion in the battle for the belt, uh, get in on the contest, by the way, still. All the links in the description of the YouTube video and on the front page of thesportsocracy.com. It is uh, the final week to get in on the season-long contest and all of the uh, the, the, the proceeds from that going to Eblin Charities' St. Nicholas Project. Now, Michael Meadows, he wants to know what the word is on Saquon Barkley. And how that will impact the Giants. Well, well, we all know the impact on the Giants. If Saquon doesn't play, your offense is terrible.
2: He is still day-to-day. Don't know if he's going to play this week. They have an extra day because they play on Monday Night Football with the Seattle Seahawks. <sighs> Sorry. It's your your primetime games tonight is the high-water mark for primetime games. Yes you keep saying that the offense is awful without
1: him yes the offense is awful with him but they have it no is chance of awful. being good without him that's the problem you you might get a good game out of saquon and your offense can look okay without saquon you have no chance to look okay
2: and i guess that's just the way we look at this differently i don't think you have a chance to look okay regardless ah. you can tell me saquon comes in and looks like a terminator mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter because nobody's scared of Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. That's that's the problem with running backs. That's the reason the Colts can't find a buyer on Jonathan Taylor right now. You've got to have a quarterback or that running back's irrelevant. Saquon's averaging less than four yards a carry this year. Mm-hmm. Four yards a carry is basically the league average. of that. That's where we need you to be. And if you look at his game logs, he's done that a lot over the course of the last Uh, he's done a lot over the course of his career Mm -hmm. but it's happened more in the last i'm looking at the last one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven last 14 games how many times has he been below four yards carry? it's two this year already Uh, seven okay it's half the games he plays he is a below average nfl running back it does not matter he is Deck chairs on the Titanic. Sweet. They're gorgeous. Well, they're about to be in the water. Mm-hmm. So none of that really matters to me. And that might be the most confusing line I think I've ever seen. The fact that Seattle and the Giants is a pick'em is confounding to me. Yes. I mean, I understand the Giants need this game. You also have absolutely no ammo. Oh, yeah. And Seattle gets back Jamal Adams. Mm-hmm. Who they're going to send at Daniel Jones over no and over and over mm-hmm. again
1: he bet he better have his training wheels on who's gonna win gonna one on one run. for the giants no one
2: you throw reek woolen on who darren waller that'd be my thought because he's so long maybe who wins one-on-one nobody i just i don't get it i i don't get how that's a game i want to start playing on friday how'd you get there I just, I, I, we, how in the
1: world did we get to, your, your to pick them with the Giants who we know what they are? I don't even kind of understand it, and I don't even try to anymore. Like last week, remember the Las Vegas uh, was a two-and-a-half point favorite against Pittsburgh, and everything in my body told me that was stupid. Yeah, It did me too. And I went, you know what, this is one of those times. Vegas might be smarter than me. It, it Guess what? They weren't. They weren't. They weren't. They tricked me into it. They made me believe that and I'm not going to do it again. Like you could put this at Seattle minus seven and a half and I'm all the way in. I'd bet my house on it. Right? Don't you do you not feel that way about the Giants? Like, I don't care I what this do. number is. They are going to be able to get whatever they want. Kenny Walker is will just tear them up. I would agree. DJ This
2: Dallas feels would like come one of those over day. This feels like one of the old we're doing a West Coast team coming east. But it's on Monday Night Football. It doesn't matter. I don't care. It's at 8 o'clock at night. That doesn't really mean anything to me. And empirical evidence has always said that that doesn't mean as much
1: as you think it does in the first place, even when it's 1 o'clock. Yeah. Not as much lately. Back in the day, it was a thing. Like, you just chalk it up that west coast team coming east they're losing well, i mean if time. you're going back to the 90s it was a
2: whole whale tougher to travel oh yeah but i'm but that's Since what I'm the saying. point travel but well, i mean minus the pittsburgh steelers who
1: apparently they
2: struggle sometimes with well, their travel i mean
1: you know snakes on the plane
2: I, I did enjoy that the airport in kansas city was feeding them breakfast pizzas
1: i don't know what exactly what a breakfast pizza is you've never had a breakfast pizza i have not oh that's good where the gravy is the sauce And then they put the cheese on it. And then there's like eggs and bacon and stuff. So it's a fluffier biscuit. Oh, it was so good. No, it's on a pizza dough. I mean, I got that. But pizza dough is really just a biscuit that's
2: not as flaky. It's all bread. Yeah, it's a very different taste,
1: though, between your pizza dough and your. I'm a 25 year smoker. Bread's bread. Yeah, that is true. That is true. I forget. Your taste buds are dead. You'd probably just drown it in hot sauce anyway, not be able to taste what's on it. (laughs) I would. (laughs) <laughs> uh, i would i had a comfort which, bowl last i will say night. breakfast pizzas with some firewalker hot sauce made right here in Asheville. uh awesome i i had a uh comfort bowl last night a comfort bowl okay. i've been
2: i've both been trying to stop my my uh smoking things and lose some weight at the same time mm-hmm. which is really difficult if you've never tried it but yesterday was cheat time i was having a couple beers after after work and And i went all right it's cheat day Mm
1: -hmm.
2: mashed potatoes with fried chicken and gravy and corn and cheese and oh yeah oh if i was gonna do it yeah i mean heart attack day sure yeah well i mean i haven't had a carb in four days so if you're gonna do it do it yeah
3: okay all right
1: just loading up i get it i do the same thing and if you've already ruined the day with beer then the rest of it's not really gonna matter if you're on a low carb and you start
2: <laughs> drinking beers uh this day
1: shot anyway we might as well just shoot it to the moon i mean unless you're out here hanging with uh elon musk you know drinking white claws i don't know i'm not sure that was the statement you wanted to make on social media elon but okay whatever your cyber truck's weird and you drink white claws i, I now learned a lot about you I'm a, I, I might take zuck in a fight against you now you probably should have from the get-go. <laughs> I'm just disappointed it's not going to happen. Oh. Um. Anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, the New York Giants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, New York Giants. Somehow, in- okay, anyway, that was rabbit hole. The uh, rabbit hole threw me off. That's <laughs> what we do here. This is kind of what we do here. Hey, look, it's about that time to take a break. Uh, New York Giants, basically, they're crap with or without Saquon Barkley. Whether he plays is uh, you know of concern to the fantasy owners who have him. That's what I think Vegas is doing, by the way.
2: I believe Vegas thinks that Saquon Barkley's going to play, and they think that will talk the fantasy owner betters into going, ooh, let's take the Giants because they mm-hmm. get Saquon back and they'll be closer to what they were because they're at home. That's the only explanation I've got.
1: In reality, they will be dusted on Monday Night Football, and it will be another embarrassment for the state and the city of New York.
5: Running a small business is no small task. At HomeTrust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business. And we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At HomeTrust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local HomeTrust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC.
6: Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers, I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com, or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process.
1: We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the Heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option.
2: There's four to choose from. White Haze, Peach Perfect, Scary Berries, and my personal favorite, Mean Green.
1: And number three at 6% ABV, Max Protect.
2: Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed.
0: Available at your local retailer.
1: You must be outside your mind.
0: The sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. It's
1: ESPN Asheville, ninety-two point nine FM, eight eighty AM, and fourteen hundred. The sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And I'll just do this for my just a bit outside story since somebody asked about it in the uh, in the comments. All right, so the uh, the lawsuit. Somebody asked about the lawsuit between the Native American Guardians Association and the Washington Commanders. If you haven't been following this, this was the group that put out the whole um, uh, bring back the name that shall not be named and started the petition, got thousands and thousands of signatures as it got viral on, on the interwebs, and they don't really have anything after that and now it created a buzz obviously for the commanders they kept getting asked and kept getting asked and kept getting asked and then they were asked about this group or at least uh someone in the employ of the commanders was asked about this native american guardians association and they called it fake to the media said it was a fake organization and basically we're not changing the name we're not even paying attention to this group well now the native american guardians association naga for short i'm not saying it but that's what they want to go by um because they're playing on the whole maga thing mm-hmm. because this was a group that was created in 2018 i believe so you're just I'm, I'm, I'm just saying if you wanted people to believe that you're a legitimate heritage Native American association, I don't know, maybe you wouldn't have all of the same language from the Donald Trump website on your website. Because the people that are against you, they look at that and they go, oh yeah, that's uh, that's not a legit organization. I'm not here to say one way or the other. And, and, All I'm saying is that this is like this is like the the think about politics and Republicans. This is the Trump organization or the the the, the Make America Great Again section of the Native American population. The it's only th- not a heritage thing. It's not a widespread organization. So the
2: only thing I will say uh, about the changing of the Washington Football team's name is we fought about should they change it for what felt like a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Then they did change it, and it seems like every about six weeks somebody's fighting to change it back. Yes. Can we stop? Please. It'll it can, never it, stop. Do we need to do a national poll? Should we vote on it in the next election? Of, I'd although, be all for it. Although trusting a government election uh, is yeah. tough to do. <laughs>
1: I'd, I'd be all for it, but that's not how this thing is going to be decided. It's created a problem for the Washington Commanders, and then it's now it's created a problem because their organization has called this organization fake in the media, and now that organization is suing the Washington Commanders. I'm pretty sure nothing is going to come of this. I would tend to agree. Yes.
2: I have two outside stories because I find both of these to be so funny that I can't help but tell them. We talked yesterday, power rankings, college football team that I really like Penn state last week, as was repeatedly said, they had their whiteout game against Iowa. Iowa did what Iowa does. Didn't score many points. Mm -hmm. So they won 31 to nothing, but it was really loud. Stadium, happy Valley, whiteout crazy. Well, this week it's going to be a little different. They go to Ryan Field, home of the Northwestern Wildcats. Ooh, all right. And James Franklin is afraid that his team is going to get a bit of a culture shock this week, going from Happy Valley, which was crazy, Mm -hmm. to
1: Ryan Field, which probably won't. So what did he do this week during practice? Made them all uh, practice in earmuffs.
2: Uh, No, he wouldn't allow them to play music because his thought is that Ryan Field is going to be so quiet that they need to get used to the sound of silence. Yes. He's afraid that his team is so used to a
1: buzzy crowd that the silence of Northwestern will throw them off. I was going to say, I mean, how wh- what is what is the average attendance and decibel uh, level of well, the crowd in Chicago for Northwestern? Well, I mean, if it's in
2: Chicago, they're probably keeping an eye on the car to make sure it's still got wheels on it, but... <laughs> Make them laugh. Make them laugh. He said, it's going to be very different from what we played in last week, just being transparent and honest. Are we internally motivated or externally motivated? For me to act like it's not a factor, it is. You got to be prepared for it. I I don't think I've ever heard of a coach. I, I've heard of a lot of teams piping in noise so you can get used to how loud a stadium is. I don't think I've ever heard a coach make it completely death silent so you can get used to how silent it is that's great my other question is did you grow out the practice field grass if you know you know northwestern notoriously has like the longest grass in college football really but do you not remember this when they played ohio state for game day a few years ago no the grass was like four times longer than anything you've ever seen and it was soaking wet so it's like playing in rough well, that on, was the, the thought course. is that Northwestern is so slow and they're trying to mitigate the speed of Ohio State that they grow the grass out longer so you're not as fast. Hey, there you go. That's long been a conspiracy theory with Northwestern. Interesting. My other story, this is a baseball story, and I'll tell this very often, but okay. this one is hilarious to me. Cleveland Guardians manager Terry Francona, he used to manage your team. He did. How does he get around town? Golf carts very famously he drives by scooter okay that's that's what he does all right well in january he's a scooter in january his scooter was stolen so he couldn't scoot anymore Mm -hmm. well somehow he got it back (laughs) last week stolen again (laughs) which meant he had to travel by electric scooter i don't know if he bought one or and somehow he wound up with an electric scooter well he goes to pick up dinner On his little electric scoot-scoot, hit a pothole, flipped over the handlebars, lost a flip-flop, and lost all the food that he was carrying back to his house. That's actually not the the funny part of the story. (laughs) They found his scooter. It had been beaten aggressively. A lot of dings, a lot of scuffs. But there was was something else on it that Hmm. was (laughs) unsettling. What? It had been <clears throat>
1: defecated oh, on. Of course it had been. Yeah. yeah. What uh, is it with you people and your bodily functions? I, 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 don't, Why? I, I don't know. Why do you have to excrement all over things? He explained in an article with Zach Mizell
2: of The Athletic, they defecated on it. I told the police when I talked to them, if they bring back the death penalty, and then he trailed off. I, You know, I hate baseball. I really do but i have to admit i kind of like terry francona and i always have go
1: miss him go miss him it was his last game in cleveland last night oh is he is he retiring he's done really 12 seasons in cleveland he will be retiring
2: well i mean i guess it's time when your scooter's getting stolen
1: and pooped on yeah he's been on he's been on like the wheelchair tour or the the, the rocking chair tour that's what it is <laughs> I was about although say, in that, his case i mean he is old i mean come on not he's, that old he's only 64 <laughs> in, in baseball terms look, he's just a babe look, he was a base he was he was a baseball player actively in the league when i was a baby so yeah i would say that he's well i mean the average age of
2: a baseball fan is somewhere between 78 and 104 so i mean terry Fran- <laughs> francona
1: is really just a rookie he's just a mere child he's just he's just a boy you <laughs> weren't no bigger than a squirrel. Mm. Uh yeah, I do. Lo- I do love Tito. He is. Uh, he's one of the best. Earned. A- hey, got two World Series trophies for my organization. So we just can't have. Uh, can't have anything. Yeah. No. No, no mention scooters. in the story
2: if there was a note on the scooter from <laughs> Dirty Mike and the Boys. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> if you know, you know, and uh, if you don't, you should Google it because it's the funniest scene in the history of movies. Uh, yeah, it was.
1: Pretty good, <laughs> pretty good. Uh, oh, you brought up baseball, so I gotta, I gotta bring up oh, baseball uh, for no, a second. No, that's yep. not why yep. I did that. Yeah, no, come on, you. We got to at least give a, a minute and a half to give Ronald Acuna his flowers for going forty and seventy. It's never been done in the history of the game. I remember when I was uh, when I was a wee child, and Jose Canseco pulled off the forty forty season, and we all lost our minds like he was some, you know god from the heavens well now ronald acuna is throwing up that kind of power and stealing bases 70 of them this year that is just phenomenal he continues the uh the path for the nl mvp and the braves continue to roll in the division now let's just
2: hope he doesn't go on the same uh, trajectory as jose canseco go (laughs) absolutely nanners write a book and then get real fat
1: well i mean a lot of baseball players ended up getting real fat. Out yeah, there. Jose Canseco's about my size now,
2: and he looks like the Stallone brother that they
1: don't want to acknowledge is related <laughs> to them. That's Ronnie Stallone. That's Sylvester's like, oh, we don't claim that one. No, no, we don't talk about those we, we, we barely talk about Frank, much less Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, Frank, Ronnie is
2: Frank's bad enough,
1: but he's, <laughs> he doesn't count. <laughs> Ronnie is the other. Manning brother. Oh, uh Cooper? No, there's one in between. You, no, right? no, no. It's Cooper. Oh, yeah. Cooper. There's only three. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cooper.
2: Famously one of the greatest family guy lines of all time.
1: Cooper got a MasterCard. He got baiting <laughs> through
2: three touchdowns today. He level one through four. Uh, Cooper got pre approved for a
1: MasterCard today. We all had a good day, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. It is a threadbare Thursday here in the Sportsocracy ESPN Asheville. Um, had a question about chandler jones in the chat that is one of the weirdest stories i think i've ever heard in my life i mean he's just gone full double birds right and just i'm not coming well and then and that well he
2: started doing some strange things on instagram calling out josh mcdaniels and and dave ziggler and the entire organization then he's away from the team for a personal thing then it comes out that he had been hospitalized Seven Las Vegas Police Department uh, officers showed up at his house. He said he got tranked in the ambulance against his will, and then he was being kept at a hospital against his will. He called Dave Ziegler, and nobody would answer his calls. That's not a real story. At least it doesn't feel like it should be. But then you look at the Raiders and go, you know, if any team was going to do that, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that that isn't the one that makes sense. Right.
1: Well, did the front office not go, oh, God, we did this with Antonio Brown and he, we got to have this guy committed before he does something crazy. I, I don't. I don't
2: know. I don't know. I, I don't know what's happening there. He says he wants to play football, but he doesn't want to play football for the
1: Raiders. They've got him on the NFI list, and wow, I had not seen any of this before I brought this up. Oh yeah! So, wow. Oh, the the
2: the Chandler Jones story is one of the weirdest things I think I've ever seen,
1: and it's when
2: when McDaniel's or anybody else in the Raiders organization is asked about it, they just clam up immediately. Ah, we'll, we're hoping he gets well. What is this we a, don't
1: actually know that there's anything wrong with him. Is this a letter that he wrote, or he? What is this letter? Was it, he was in captivity when he wrote this letter? Like he was I, I, being held in the hospital, so that I'm looking at. Images of a letter, handwritten letter, that looks like somebody would have written in prison uh, or in a rubber room that you weren't allowed to leave. And part of the letter says, I'm still confused on what I did wrong. I'm stuck here. I'm very sane. I'm too strong of a person to be mentally broken. Oh, yeah. What in the world? you You had seen none of that? I had seen none of this. Because I just clicked on a story here because I thought he was just still MLN. No, no, no. no, no. Didn't know what was going on with Chandler. No,
2: no. This is this is a whole Las Vegas Raiders thing.
1: I had not seen this at all. Wow, wow. So, yeah, I, I don't know how I, I get automatic- You result. know me. I automatically side with Chandler on this one. I kind of uh, do too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a dumpster fire organization. Would it shock you? that they did something like this it, it with it being the writers it really doesn't no but it's and it's their
2: reaction to it of you're not refuting any of these things happened you're not saying it that we didn't do it you just won't talk about it mm-hmm. that's that's kind of damning that you might have yeah. that, that, that you might have actually had something to do with we'll it. remember
1: a couple of weeks and it ago, it happened right after the instagram post started so, so this is the follow-up. This is what he says happened after they According sent- to him, the only
2: thing he can figure out is that when he started calling the organization out on Instagram, they reported him to the police, said that he was having a mental health crisis. I remember that. They reported him. They showed up, basically took him to a hospital, and then he details the entire thing saying, I was tranked in the, the ambulance with something I did not
1: want, and then I have been held here and not allowed to leave. I'm perfectly sane, but perfectly sane, excuse me. Yeah. But how did he put the updates on his Instagram? That's the thing that doesn't make sense to me. Right. Is that if you're he, being held in confinement, I don't
2: think you have a cell phone.
1: Yeah, but he remember he put out this story of they sent the person to my house, showed me the badge. Remember he had, we had the pictures of mm-hmm. the badge and all of that. Is he saying they came and took him away another? I, time? I don't I don't or know that's that, that's what I'm what I'm trying to wrap my brain around here. This is insane and the las vegas raiders Raiders continue to show that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what they could have the the world as their oyster and they're just gonna poo the bed every time and sometimes and sometimes against their own will like they must be cursed they must have made a similar deal i don't know did madden sell his soul to the devil i'm gonna say no (laughs) they got back to a super bowl we have not yeah, but did they really? I mean, they got back to one, but at least one of them didn't even show up. you got so. two weeks of happiness, so I, I don't <laughs> want to hear your your tomfoolery. Uh, you're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at
4: 455-3700. Premium care with a southern hospitality touch. Attention, it's time for the morning announcements. Make sure your parents 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 are aware of the Ingalls Tools for Schools program, and ask them to link their Ingalls Advantage card to our school. Remember, you have to do it each year. Now please stand and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance.
5: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
1: The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays.
6: Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina.
0: You get a power. That watch costs more than your car. And when you get a power, then you get the one
2: Thursday night football. Detroit Lions traveling Lambeau to take on the Green Bay Packers. Packers are a two-point dog, over-under 45.5. I'll start with the over-under. I feel like there are going to be a lot of points scored in this game, not because I don't believe in the two defenses, but because I actually think these two offenses are really good. I know there's not a lot of receivers for the Lions. You're still waiting on Jamison Williams to come back, but Amon Ross St. Brown is good enough to do a lot, and I think he is going to score tonight. We'll talk about that at the end of the next hour. I'm going over the 45 and a half. I could easily see this being a track meet. Thursday night games tend to be lower scoring, and it tells me a lot that they put a number this high on this because it feels high. But the more I broke down the game, I like Jordan Love against the secondary with no Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. I like Jared Goff against this Packer defense. And I feel like it's brought down because it's Lambeau, but this isn't Lambeau. It's not cold Lambeau. This is October Lambeau. So give me over the 45 and a half. As for who wins, I love the Green Bay Packers tonight. I feel like I always ask who has the better coach, who has the better quarterback, who's at home. The quarterbacks are close, but I'll give it to Detroit. Green Bay's at home. I like Lafleur better than Dan Campbell. Tank likes the staff. I don't ask about the staff. I ask about the head coach. Give me the Green Bay Packers. I'll take them in the money line. Plus 115 to win outright. You can take all these wagers to BetUs.com. Use our promo code SPORTSOCRACY to get a 125% deposit match on your initial deposit and up
1: to 30 risk-free bets so you can wager football with us all season long. Yeah, you know, I, I don't wager a lot, but that's one I'm tempted detroit yeah that's one i'm tempted to take i don't know i'm not i'm not going with you know i've come to the realization in life that that my gut has poop for brains so yes i as evidenced by the washington commanders plus six last week notre dame by a billion
2: yep new york jets uh plus nine and a half against the cowboys the first time you took him plus seven and they got beat by forty, I could yep. I could do this for a yep. real long time. Yep. yep, 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 yep. I've gotten railed on for starting slowly to this season. I don't have many of those. Yeah, the, I got a
1: few. The the, the the tank Spencer kiss of death is definitely a real thing. Uh, which but it means is why a lot when you're talking about a guy that doesn't pick all the games that has that many. Yes, yes, that's why I do not uh, wager on games because. When I'm wrong, I won't get upset about it. <laughs> I won't throw things. I won't break things. Cuz I'm just I'm not I'm not a good loser. And I know you're not either, Jeremy. Ah, uh, no. I'm not. I don't like to lose. How many how many uh well, well, maybe I should ask this question since you never had a childhood. How many board games have you played in your life? Can you count them on one hand? Uh, in terms of times that I played them or different games that I have I'm played. I'm just saying if you Have you flipped a table playing Monopoly before? No. Because you're that competitive?
2: Uh, No, I just also don't make it a habit of losing at Monopoly. (laughs) Scrabble. There were some very heated uh, Scrabble affairs when I was a child. There you go. I knew it. knew it all along. What? You're a a board flipper. I don't think I ever flipped a board. We also had the really nice board so that the, the... tiles fit into the plastic square. Oh yeah, those
1: were nice. Those were nice. We, we had, played that we game a lot. Yeah. that had the lazy susan. It could turn yes. on the base and yes. yeah, yeah. We still we we still get that out at family events sometimes around the Spencer household just for old time's sake. My family has a rule. We don't play scrabble
2: together. <laughs> it's a real good way for us to not talk for a while. Yeah, cuz that's how somebody leaves with a black eye. Uh correct. <laughs> but that, that never happened. Now, but between there were you some real hurt feelings. Oh yeah, that's not that's not a fight that anybody wants to see. So we just, you know what? We got the Scrabble board. That's a that's a that's you, a heirloom. Do you remember the good times? We'll we'll pass that down to next <laughs> to another generation. that can play that game less angrily. Ah uh, yes,
1: you are in the Sportocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. It's a threadbare Thursday.
0: It will continue next. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. Oh, look, say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingle studio. It is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880
1: AM, 1400, and the Sportocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Second hour of a Threadbare Thursday here in the Ingalls studio. Watch us live in the Ingalls studio on YouTube. Go to thesportocracy.com. Click the live video link, subscribe to the channel. You got to be subscribed to get into the chat, and that's important on a Threadbare Thursday because it's all up to you. What we talk about. I mean, we'll, we'll sprinkle in some other things here and there, but uh, we will break it all down, whatever your question is, in the chat. Um, we've got Thursday night football tonight. Jeremy just gave you his picks uh, there before the uh, little break there at the top of the hour. He will have a... Uh, parlay for you coming up in the uh five on it segment at the end of this hour and it's aggressive after i uh after i missed the monday night football
2: double header parlay which would have paid a lot by the under in the rams and the Bengals, and i go back and kick myself and go why how did you not know how of all the things to miss how did you miss that you
1: thought they were gonna uncork it you thought you thought Matthew Stafford and Joe Burr had it in them.
2: I I thought Joe Burrow was not as hurt as I saw him to be on on Monday night football. Right. And I thought the Rams would be able to score but in hindsight I just look back and go that should have been the easiest one of all of them. Hindsight's 2020, I Absolutely. get it. But when you get the first touchdown scorer in a game that was Joe Mixon in the third quarter Kind of gets under your skin.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, we we're, they were having the chat in the uh, in the YouTube chat about the uh, being a board flipper <laughs> is way cheaper with board games than video games. Very astute from Divine Comedy. Correct. Who is our Seahawks guy? And uh, and he says that nobody travels east better than the seahawks he's right and they are a team that you do not bet against in primetime either Uh, because they've been very good in primetime yes uh which you know is the real head scratcher about monday night's line being a pick'em between them and the god-awful new york giants i don't get that you know something else i don't get you know i i catch a lot of flack
2: from time to time because i use pro football focus because it's an it's an analytical metric Mm mm-hmm And and for me, it's not the end-all be-all, but it's a really good way for me to describe things when the analytics match up with what I see. Now, here's the converse of that. PFF put out an article uh, earlier Mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. The NFL's week four analytical quarterback rankings. Okay. And there's some that make sense. Your number one quarterback of the NFL through three weeks is Tua. Two, no doubt. Not close. And for me, he, if the MVP was voted on after three weeks, that's who it would be. hmm Two was Pat Mahomes. Yep. Okay. I don't 100% agree with that. hmm He was good last week against the God-awful Bears, but there were a couple others that I think have been better over the first three weeks of the season. Yeah. Then is where it gets to dumb-dumb time. Okay. Trevor Lawrence is 3 mm-hmm. Andy Dalton is four. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford is five. Mm -hmm. Baker Mayfield, six. Yep. Stop. This is, for those people that say analytics is stupid, you just found the greatest (laughs) ranking in the history of time to go, you're absolutely right. Uh Uh-huh. It's the Bayesian quarterback rankings Mm -hmm. that takes analytical, different analytical things. This is one of the dumber things I've ever seen in my life. Why? And it's also why stats and not watching the games can be misleading. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield on Monday was quite possibly the worst quarterback in the NFL. He was Zach Wilson level bad. Yeah. Yeah. You said that like you disagreed.
1: No. I, I'm just waiting to see where you're going with it. Yeah.
2: Watching with your eyeballs was enough to go, uh uh-uh, That was mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence has not been great. Yes, there have been drops. St- statistically he has been I though. don't care about statistically but I'm saying watch what the, is. I, and I get that okay but there's a time where with analytics you have to go okay our formula is busted and this one is hmm. just straight up the, it, and now it's making me second guess a lot of things that I see with with pro football focus because I think your quarterback metric is broken
3: mm-hmm.
2: I know three weeks is a small sample size I, I'm well aware of that and it will probably even out by the end of the year but this is one of those things that I look at and go, this might be the dumbest thing I've ever seen written down on paper. You got the highest of high sides, right? Mm-hmm. You got one and two. I'll give you Pat Mahomes, even though I don't. I would probably take Kirk Cousins ahead of him through three weeks. Right. If that's what you're doing and that's what it says you're doing. Mm-hmm. At the bottom, you got Desmond Ritter and Zach Wilson. I'd agree with that. Mm-hmm. Third last, Gardner Minshew. That, that doesn't in any way speak to anything that my eyeballs said.
1: Nothing. Why? What did you see in Gardner Minshew that made you think that the analytics should be better on that? They moved the ball very well. He's behind
2: Jameis Winston, Justin Fields, Kenny Pickett, and Sam Howell. Are you on recreational drugs? Because that's the only way that makes sense. Okay. If you watch these if you watched the five games I just said with your own eyeballs and said the worst of those five quarterbacks was Gardner
1: Minshew, you're smoking crimes. And you're <laughs> doing it a lot. A lot. I don't begin to try to understand how they get to the to, to the end of the like the Bayesian uh index or whatever the hell they're calling this thing. The Bayesian quarterback rankings. I don't know what all goes into this. But I look at those first three the, those first few that you said and I, and it makes sense to me because they've been efficient quarterback. Yeah, last week against Philadelphia was god awful for Baker, but the first two games of the season, he was very efficient. I mean, he was hitting his spots. He was like four incompletions each game. It was fine. Is he good? Is that team good? No, they were playing awful teams
2: okay so at any point in the first three weeks did you look at baker mayfield and go hey he's better than justin herbert no did you ever look at him and go hey he's better than kirk cousins
1: no but that's not uh, what uh, this is r- trying to say this is just politically,
2: these guys have been better and, through and, and three that's weeks. what i'm trying to say is that th- this is basically using the pro football focus metric Mm-hmm. And this tells me
1: it's broken. Yes. How many? Because none of that makes even a shred of sense. Ha, how many times? I would love to know. Uh, this is the first time I think I've ever seen the Bayesian quarterback rankings. But I'd love to know if they kept this last year, and where Geno Smith fell in with his efficient year last year, throwing seventy percent completion. I gotta imagine he was number one. So it would have said Geno Smith was number one analytically speaking. I believe using this metric, he finished fifth last year, but don't quote me on that. Maybe and maybe. Like I said, I don't know. But analytics can fool you into believing that guys are better than they are. And I get that's what you're saying, but this is not a, a ranking to say these are the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. And, no, and through three weeks, these are the guys that have been more efficient or whatever. And, and that's what but, but that's not true what you just said is not
2: true and it, there's there's no metric that you can possibly give me that makes any form of sense that would get you to that point point. and now the reason that i wanted to bring this up is that there is a there is a story that is going around right now about deon sanders okay and he has a five-star corner His name is Kermani. I can't remember his last name. He was the five-star that they flipped from Miami. And he's barely played. Well, they asked Dion why that was. And his response was something to the effect of, because you're not studying enough film, be prepared. I check your video time at the end of every week. I have the coaches do that. And if you do that, then you'll get on the field. When you don't, I hear I'm not putting you out there because it'd be stupid to put somebody out there. That's not prepared. He's getting raked over hot coals for throwing this kid under the bus. And, and look, you know, I don't love everything Dion does. This is one time I'll hundred percent agree with you. Mm-hmm. He looked at the reporter that asked the question and said, he said, by the end of the game, you were putting him out there. And he said, by the end of the game, I was ready to throw you out there. Which was funny. Cause that sounded like exactly like something I would say. He's right. And here's how I'm going to tie these two things together. If you're just doing the bare bones and looking at at, at an analytical ranking and things like that, you can come out with stupid lists like this. Mm -hmm. There are times that you have to pass the eyeball test. And where I'm headed with this is Gardner Minshew is third on this list. I I want to say something, and I I mean this. Mm -hmm. The Indianapolis Colts have looked really impressive offensively with two different quarterbacks. You can give me all the analytics. You can give me all the metrics you want. I didn't value Michael Pittman to be a top 50 receiver in the NFL. He looks like a legit one more than he has with Matt Ryan, more than he has with any of these other quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I know that is because I watch the games. Watch the tape. Go back and watch it. A lot of these things will just jump off the screen to you. And with Indianapolis, it jumps off the screen to me. I'm not saying that it will be the end-all be-all where you can figure out every team just by watching the tape. The Los Angeles Rams, I'm not going to lie to you. I have no idea. I've watched every snap of all three games. I don't. I couldn't begin to tell you if they're good or not because it's so unbelievably inconsistent. And I can give you a yeah, but with everything that they have done. Mm-hmm. I got raked over hot goals for saying Trevor Lawrence was a bust compared to what he was drafted to be. I'll never back off that. -hmm. Until you prove me wrong, I will never back off that. And the reason is because I watch the film. And it never strikes me as Joe Burrow, Pat Mahomes, high-end guys like that. And it's just a rant, it's a rant, frankly, that I wanted to go on, and I finally found an empirical piece of evidence where I could go, that's the one. That's the one. That's the one that is
1: so stupid that I can make you understand what I'm trying to say. And what you're trying to say is analytics aren't worth the the paper they're printed on. Analytics
2: can be a good tool. If they're your end-all be-all, you're doing it wrong. Yes. And just because I use that stat a lot, uh, it's just empirical evidence, and I use it when it backs me up because there are times it doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. That Rams team I said, watch the tape. That line's not good. You can tell me how they maul people all you want to. They're awful. Genuinely horror-awful. Steve Avila, he's good. Told you that. Mm -hmm. When he got drafted. Yeah, he's a real good guard. He could be a center. He's going to be really, really good. The other four, uh, not so much. They're just differing levels of horror awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Seagrove asked, where did Brock Purdy rate? Uh, 22. Whoa. And I'll be honest with you, I'm the biggest Brock Purdy detractor on the planet. And even I go, yep, that's another one. Yeah, that's He's behind Deshaun Watson through three weeks. Mm-hmm. Anybody with an IQ above salad dressing watch the three games that those two have played and say, Deshaun Watson's played better than Brock Purdy. No. That's insane. Because Mac Jones is ahead of both of them. Stop.
1: Yeah, that is that is crazy. I've been sitting here trying to figure out, like, how did they come up with this? Uh, what I things have an could idea they be looking into?
2: I have an idea. They got some uh, uh, toilet bowl hooch, and they sat around <laughs> and they drank it. <laughs> and they went hey this will really upset somebody
1: right cuz i i mean like i'm looking at i'm looking at uh passer ratings and qbrs and like brock purdy's like 3 in qbr and he's 4 in passer rating and he's 22 in this yeah make that makes sense to I, me i don't get it and meanwhile baker mayfield is middle of the league in both he's not good he's not bad he's like 15 in both but they are create they they are converting third downs more so did they weight that did they look at how you how efficient you've been are you keeping your team on the field are you making the throws when you're supposed to i guess all of that included somehow you end up with this analytically speaking but well, again it this doesn't goes mean to something this guy's
2: talent well this goes to something i said earlier in the week you can use analytics as a metric going for it on your own 24 yard line is absolutely stupid I don't care how many scientific studies you've done. I don't care how many times you've run this through a simulator. At some point, you have to use common sense. Yeah, no, that gets you fired. And what I'm getting to is we have gotten to a point where the analytical community is taking over coaches' brains, and it's taking over writers' brains. And some of this, you have to just look at it and go, no, that's dumb. My formula last year, fantasy football, we put out the fantasy football draft kit on who you should draft in, in fantasy. Yeah, this year, I changed the running back metric. You know why? Because I went back and went, nope, I got an extra one in there that makes this not make sense. Because it's changing the projection, and it's really inflating guys that get way too many carries and really pushing down guys that don't get as many. Mm -hmm. Yet you're focusing too much on this one thing. If you get 300 touches but you do nothing with them, like Najee Harris, does that make you better than Tony Pollard who gets 200 and does something with virtually all of them? No. No, I had to figure that out. And that's where I think we're at with quarterback metrics is we're, we're really propping up Trevor Lawrence, who, if you watch the film, has been exactly what I'm telling you. We're pushing down Brock Purdy, who do I believe he's elite? No. But now the analytics are going to a crazy point, and you're further down on him than I am. Mm-hmm. It's time to readjust the formulas. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. We have one of these on the uh, on the way to into a commercial break. I'm
3: your Huckleberry. It's
2: from our buddy Soaring Eagle who said, assume you were given the job of Broncos general manager after the show ends, and the first thing you do is begin the fire sale. Who on the team is staying? I have an answer to that. We were going to talk about this in
1: the third hour, but since you asked the question, we'll move it up, and we'll talk about it next. You're in the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat.
2: Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two,
1: running the option.
2: There's four to choose from. White Haze, Peach Perfect, Scary Berries, and my personal favorite, Mean Green.
1: And number three at 6% ABV, Max Protect. Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer.
6: I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times. And that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
4: At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings.
0: The Sportsocracy. You two are just dumber a bag of hammers. Back in the Ingles studio on ESPN
1: Asheville. It is the Threadbare Thursday. Get your comments, your questions into the uh, chat on the YouTube stream. Go to the thesportocracy.com. Click the live video link. Subscribe to the channel. let your ticket into the chat. And also Super Chat. is us go straight up to the top of the line. But the question was asked. About the Denver Broncos? Yes. I believe it was. Um, you become the GM, what's the first thing you do? Yeah. Uh, My answer has not changed. The, <laughs> I become the GM, what do I do? Um, ask Sean Payton how fast we can blow this team up. I'm stuck with Sean. You're stuck with Sean,
2: but there are two separate articles on ESPN.com right now. One of them is the cover, which is the first six quarterbacks to get benched in the NFL. There's another asking about week four fantasy tips, upset projections, things like that. Yep. One of their questions was, who will be the first NFL quarterback benched this season? Mm -hmm. And all of the answers have at least mentioned what I'm getting ready to say. It's Russell Wilson. It's not all that close. He's the problem. Zach Wilson is the no doubt one that should be benched first. But we have obviously figured out that's not going to happen. I'm tired of talking about it. I, you know what? Frankly, Zach Wilson, conversation probation. I'm done. <laughs> Till they replace that little cherub, I ain't mention him. In, I am not mentioning him again. Bill Barnwell list has Sam Howlett too, which is absolutely laughably stupid to me. It's laughably Why? stupid. I mean, he's on the list. Ah, uh, not to me. Really? Uh, what are you going to do? Turn to Jacoby Brissett? Yeah. That a long term solution? No. A- and. I understand where somebody's going with this of, well, Sam Howell had a bad game against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You're 100% right. Terrible. Horrific. Is, is Jacoby Brissett, is there anything he could do that would save Ron Rivera's job? No. There you go. I don't believe so. So the reason you're saying that is so that you can win games and Ron Rivera keeps his job. Best case scenario with Jacoby, you go seven and 10. Yep. And your elemento fired this second this season's over. The only way you stave off your impending doom is if you can point to management and go, see, I gave him 17 games. I found the franchise quarterback. We're okay. Need to build the line. Need to do things to help him out. Brian Robinson has been really good outside of a little bit bad last week. Mm -hmm. And look, I'm doing things. We're growing. We're getting better. To me, there's no path you bench Sam Howell. If you do, you're basically waving a white flag and you might as well fire me right now. Yeah. But I look at Russell Wilson and go, okay, the analytics, the stats, they say you've been real good. You know what the tape tells me? You're the exact same guy you were last year. The only difference is you're behind a lot. Mm -hmm. You're behind. You got ahead of Washington. Nope, that didn't last. Should have beat the Raiders. Nope, that didn't last. Yep. Got absolutely annihilated by the Dolphins that's a defensive thing I, I mean I don't know what you want me to say there you've right. invested the money in Pat Sertan you invested the money in Randy Gregory you're, you're where you are I mean do you need seven new starters on defense yes yes you do but I keep looking at Jared Stedham going this is the one thing that I actually think could energize the fan base
1: <laughs> okay okay
2: you laugh at me every yeah, time I say this. Yeah, I don't believe it. <laughs> because you don't understand how, how just dead in the wool against Russell Wilson this entire fan base is. If you're Sean Payton, there are not a lot of wins on the season. All right, let's say you beat the Jets in two weeks. Do you think one Bronco fan is going to care? No. Oh, awesome. We beat a team that couldn't score. Mm-hmm. I go back to the preseason game in Denver where Jared Stidham comes out and looks like Joe Montana. I'm not saying he is. This is where I think you and I have a disconnect when we talk about this. I'm not telling you he's good. I'm not telling you he's going to be great. I think he'd be better than Russell Wilson. I think you would see a much higher effort level from the guys on the field than with Russell Wilson. And I think it it, it would send the statement. I'm not putting you on this field just because you make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who we were. Kyler Murray. We were talking about yeah. this yesterday. yeah. yeah. I've thought on that for 24 hours, and it's even more laughably insane to me than it was yesterday. What? We have this young team. Josh Dobbs has galvanized all of these things. The offense looks light years better than we thought it was. I'm not telling you Josh Dobbs is better. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And that goes to the exact same argument I was making with analytics. All these things are not in a vacuum. I could easily make the argument that right now Josh Dobbs is a better quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals than Kyler Murray would be. He didn't do anything this offseason. He hasn't done anything while he's been hurt. He's got a track record of showing me who he is. And is there a possibility that he comes back on this field and all of a sudden you screw up all of the things that we've done with Josh Dobbs in the last three weeks? Quite possibly. That's my explanation. Mm -hmm. That's also my explanation with Russell Wilson. It's gone too far. You just gave up a historic level of points to the Miami Dolphins. Mm -hmm. I can't scrap the entire defense. I can't. It's not physically possible. I can't look at the other 11 dudes on the defense and go, hey, you're starters now. I'm stuck. i got to send a message somehow. Maybe. And that's how I'm doing it. i got an $85 million dead cap hit with Russell Wilson. Yep, and I'm about to eat it Mm -hmm. because my predecessor did something stupid and I am not beholden to the errors of the past. And I would do it this week. I'll be 100% honest with you. And if I didn't do it this week, I'd do it next week against the Jets. I'd get Jared Stidham the layup win, because I think with
1: Stidham you beat the Jets with Russell Wilson, you don't. Yeah, I can't go with you on that one. I just I don't be, I still don't believe that Russell Wilson, uh, or, or that Jared Stidham is better than Russell Wilson. Did I say it was? No, you said he was better for this team. Okay, and he answer be, this question. He could question. be the lightning rod, and the to me that's very. To me that's very narrative y of you. That's that's like the, the No, that's the coming area from a guy that's in. been
2: in locker rooms going, That dude is an absolute tool bag and I'm tired of it. That that's where that's coming from. A dude that played team sports his entire life mm-hmm. and went, Yeah, there were a lot of guys that got opportunities that I looked at and went, I would like to punch you directly
1: in the face as hard as I can.
2: <laughs> and I look at Russell Wilson and go, You're all of them balled into one person. Right
1: right he's the coach's son or the the booster son or the i never dealt the with privileged either guy or I, I never
2: dealt with either of the first two things you said but mm-hmm. i've heard stories yeah, absolutely because what happened in denver this past week all right sum it up in a let's say you were writing an ap caption of exactly what happened and you were allowed to throw a little editorial license into it mm-hmm. what happened
1: uh the denver broncos got embarrassed by why? the Miami Dolphins. And why did they get embarrassed? Because they can't defend a desk lamp. Okay. That's not
2: exact. I don't disagree with you that the defense is not good. Mm-hmm. I saw a team that gave up. I saw a team that laid down like an old dog next to the radiator and went, do what you want. Mm-hmm. You want to run one right up the middle? Cool. We'll park the Red Seas like you have Moses running behind Raheem Mostert. And you
1: think Jarrett Stidham
2: changing the quarterback could change What else are you going to do? Name me the other thing that galvanizes this team. Oh, there's not one. There's not one. That's my point. You've
1: got a terrible team. That, that's my point. And I don't – I just don't think – I don't think you have that much to gain from Do you have anything bringing to lose? in Jarrett Stidham. Do you have anything to lose?
2: There you go. Yeah, I guess
1: not. I don't
2: – I mean – I don't know. I mean, right now you've got Cortland Sutton that at one time looked like a legitimate number one receiver in this league. Mm -hmm. I understand he had an injury. Right now, he doesn't look like he belongs on an NFL roster. Jerry Judy's picture should be on the side of a freaking milk carton because I forget he's on that team for extended periods of time. Mm -hmm. All the other weapons. Javante Williams comes back off the injury. There's no burst there whatsoever. Every one of these dudes looks like they're showing up to cash a paycheck. Every one of them. Mm -hmm. So what do I do? I'm just going to trot this out there for 17 games? Oh, let's let's just keep doing this, getting absolutely embarrassed every single week. Because you will continue to do this. Yeah. I don't know. It could change things. But it could be worse. Okay, it's worse. Did I actually lose anything? The most popular guy in every loser NFL city is the backup quarterback. Fact or fiction? Yeah. All right, I'll give you what you want. Has Russell been the only problem? No. But could his uh, could his presence be absolutely sucking the energy out of this room? No doubt. Maybe so. I can tell you, if I was a receiver dealing with him, last year would have been enough for me. I couldn't have gone into this year with him as my quarterback, period. Because I've never seen a, a team give up that much for a player who was that unbelievably bad. Mm-hmm. Now you're putting up stats. But when you watch the film – It's still the same guy. You're still doing a lot of the same things, just horribly inaccurate at times. You refuse to run. It's like you're terrified of getting hit. Mm -hmm. So all that magic
1: is gone. Because he's got to protect the investment, right? He's got got to protect all of this. So he's not going to run. Cool. Then you can run to the bench
2: because I'm not paying you to protect yourself. I paid you to be a franchise quarterback, and you're not, and you're not going to be. Yep. And you have shown me nothing
1: to change that. I don't disagree, but I, I mean, I, I still feel like the money matters when you're making that decision. The money matters. To losers, yeah, it matters a lot. And and let me ask you I a don't, question. And I don't disagree with. Okay, that. let me ask you a question. Because you said that
2: yesterday, and yeah. and it, the more I thought about it, the more it started to really irk me. Okay. All right. When Tom Brady comes in after Drew Bledsoe gets annihilated by Mo Lewis, mm-hmm. did the money matter then? Did, did, did the money matter at that point? No. No. Uh, you know why? Because Bob Kraft is a winner and Bill Belichick is a winner. Mm-hmm. The last four years notwithstanding. Yeah. So according to what you're saying, they mm-hmm. should have just gone, well, that was fun with Brady, but we're paying Drew Bledsoe, so hop on out there. No, we shipped him to Buffalo mm-hmm. in our own division because we knew that kid's better. If you start getting into, we play this guy because he makes more money, you should literally put a lock on the front door because you're unabashed losers. And I can give you probably a hundred examples that are just like that to a smaller degree. Okay. If I got a guy that gives me a better chance to win, and frankly, I don't see how it could be any worse with Jared Stidham. Hmm. That's where I'm headed. I That's mean, where I'm at with the Chicago Bears no, too.
1: There, There is no coming back. There is no coming back from a 50-point loss. I agree with but you But that's that where point. I'm at with the
2: Bears and the Jets, too. All right, and for me, the draft capital and the money are the same thing. Because that's what I'm watching the Jets do with Zach Wilson. Oh, we're invested in him. That's better than going to get Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz or any of these other people. Do you understand the message that you're sending to the other 52 guys in the room? Do you understand the message that you're sending to the 65,000 people you're asking to pay for tickets to come watch this cherub literally look like he got Nick Nolte drunk before the game and run around in circles and throw it into the crowd? How do I look at DJ Moore and go, hey, you were the centerpiece of a trade that we made giving up the number one pick in the draft, we're going to ask you to run 40-some-odd routes a week, and the chances of this joke quarterback hitting you more than three times is about the same as the moon landing in the Pacific Ocean. That's where I'm at. And, and that's a that's a former player of several sports going, I ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving you 100% effort when the guy that we we're paying him I don't care what you're paying him. You're paying me too. I'm doing my job. Is he? He's supposed to be a franchise quarterback that saved the franchise. In two years, you have taken a mediocre franchise and absolutely put them into the bottom of the depths of the dregs of the NFL. Is it a scapegoat thing? Maybe. I don't have any other options. I, I mean, I can't bitch the entire offensive line. <laughs> I can't cut every player I have on I defense.
1: I understand it's a tough position to be in.
2: But what Sean Payton is doing instead is, oh, we're just going to lather up and do it again. Cool. Don't be shocked when the same thing happens next week. Chicago Bears, New York Jets looking right at you Mm too. You can keep doing the same thing over and over
1: again. Don't be shocked when it has the exact same result. Yep. Maybe it's not. Maybe maybe they're just not ready yet. Maybe they need to further prove that Russell Wilson is awful. I, I don't know what more you need. Well, I mean, guys like you can look at that and go, yeah, he's bad. I I see it. Other people can look at it. The you know, the casual fans look at it and go, hey, he threw for 300 yards last week. The defense was terrible, but hey, Russell made All some right, let plays. me ask you just
2: in, in theory and, and and I mean this, mm-hmm. and this is going to sound mean when I say it. Yeah. The hell do I care what the casual fan thinks? I'm I'm talking about Sean Payton. Oh, yeah, here. I get what you're I, saying. I'm looking about that. at a quarterback going, there's no saving that. I'm going to pay you $85 million no matter what I do. Mm-hmm. A- am I going to win any games with you? Am I, at this point, poisoning the well? Maybe. Jerry Judy looks like he does not belong in the NFL. Yeah, but he did that before, right? To this point? Did you ever no, forget he was on point. the team?
1: No. I'm and that's where it I'm was at bad with all before. of these guys. And it hasn't gotten any better since Russell came back. No, which is why I've got so to do something. I'm going to have $85 million just sitting on the sideline? Play him. We're gonna lose games regardless. Jarrett Stidham's not coming in here to win games. So yeah, have you ever seen? Have you
2: seen him come in and lose games? Cause uh, cause Jarrett Stidham? I haven't, I haven't seen him come in and lose a games for
1: the Denver Broncos. I have not seen that. You no, know, I haven't seen that yet. I've seen him lose plenty of games for other people though. Uh, you ain't seen him lose I that mean, many because he ain't played that many.
2: <laughs> uh, I saw him come in for that Raiders franchise that you think should be playing in the XFL, and he looked pretty good. He looked better than anything I've seen out of Russell Wilson in two years. Sure. And if there was ever a time to go, you know
1: what? I'm good. Chips to the table. It's right now. And they may be right there. They may be ready to make, pull that plug, but not not just yet. I feel like it's all a PR game. When you're a bad (laughs) franchise, you have to play the PR game. No, you don't. No, Mm -hmm. no. Oh, no, no, no. You want to know what playing the PR game gets you? Uh,
2: You see all of the logos back behind me. They've been doing that for 30 years. Oh, Mark Sanchez got us the two AFC championship games. We can't move on from him. Oh, yeah, well, he sucks. And and he has the entire time. That's Mm -hmm. really never stopped being the story. Mm -hmm. You won in spite of him, not because of him. But, oh, PR, we couldn't possibly. Oh, uh, Russell Wilson, we can't possibly with the money. Or, or, and here's a really wild thought. The greatest deodorant on the planet is winning. Better than money. Better than anything else win football games
1: cures a lot of ills
2: mm-hmm. it does but can Jarrett Stidham do that that's
1: the question
4: won't know till I find out no you're, will I.
1: you're in the sportsocracy this is ESPN Asheville
4: at Ingalls Whether we're celebrating Friday night rivals televising college basketball games bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park it's all in the bag Ingalls low prices love the savings
5: running a small business is no small task at Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC.
1: The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6
0: on Sundays. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville.
1: Back in the sportsocracy inside the Ingalls studio. And uh, look, you know, I, I i try to be understanding about things that I don't really understand. Uh, me right? too. I'm a very understanding yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, you're not you're not I, i'm a very humble man and i'm a very understanding man it, 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 it's just when there comes to certain certain mental states that people have that i just i just can't get on board with it okay oh, stupid I, i'll say it since you won't well, I, I,
2: I, can't def- I, I, I can't do that i can't defend stupid uh, there's certain people i just look at and go it's gonna be a
1: rough life yeah yeah um this this reaction comes from a story from the Philadelphia Inquirer where uh Joey Henny is her name and she tried to get into Citizens Bank Park with her support animal.
3: <laughs> I'm
1: trying to be good, like okay, I yes, I think it's a little weird that unless you're blind and you need a dog to help you get around or something like that like Having a support animal is weird. I have to carry this dog because of my nerves. I get it. I understand it. Sure, you can bring your dog in here. Whatever helps you not go crazy on people. I get it. I know this sounds completely insensitive, but I'm trying my best here, guys, because I don't understand this. But I really don't understand it. When you try to take weird things, I almost... You almost did. I almost... Stop trying to take weird stuff on airplanes and into ballparks, okay? A couple of weeks ago, we had the story of somebody who tried to take a damn llama onto an airplane. And now we've got this woman who wants to bring a freaking five-foot alligator to the ballpark. Now, look, that's something I'm expecting out of, you know, Jacksonville, where Jortman comes down with his... Uh, as is, is aviator sunglasses. What are those stupid sunglasses that you like so much? Oh. The vi- uh,
2: vipers? The pit vipers. You got
1: your pit viper sunglasses on and your mullets flowing and you go, Hey, I got Sandy, my alligator here with me. In Philadelphia, how did you make it to the ballpark in Philadelphia with a friggin' alligator? Please somebody answer that question. Did you take public transit? Because I feel like somebody probably would have skinned that thing and made some shoes out of it. By the time you got to the ballpark, you, who takes an alligator to a ball game and then does it and then expects everybody else to be okay with it? Like, Oh, this is my support alligator. What is the damn alligator's name? Wally. It this is my support it, alligator. Wally. It has on its leash. own Instagram. Literally.
2: Yeah, this was the exact story i was gonna tell oh God. Now, that, you told it in a slightly different way I, than i was okay, going to i i just that's okay i always keep one in the bag just in case you ever do that
1: this is so crazy and it has an instagram
2: yes it has a it has its own instagram because it is a famous support alligator that comes with its vest and and all the here's my question and and you know i'm I, i'm gonna be a little more sensitive than tank there's a phrase i bet you never thought you were go gonna hear um, what emotional support does an alligator provide? What would, uh, do you have security? a security? Th- do, do you have a thing that you only feel secure if you have something that can eat your face off? Uh, it, it, is that your, is, is that where your head's at? You, you only feel correct if you have something that can kill you. Cause that's,
1: that's the only way that uh, makes I, sense. I mean, me. I guess I, I, I would probably walk around the streets of Philadelphia and not feel like I'm under attack. Because I got a friggin' alligator.
2: I, I look emotional. Support <laughs> animals. You do you. You're not hurting me. I don't care. <laughs> this is. I, I will say this, and this has come up multiple times in bars and restaurants that I've been in. Nobody on the planet wants to be in a building with your dog that is shedding everywhere. Yeah, I've seen that no less than five times of somebody getting all distraught. On a pretty day because they couldn't bring their dog into a restaurant. I don't feel like that needs to be explained, and yet it does. Mm -hmm. I don't want Fido's fur around my food. In my salad. Yeah. Okay? Seems like a simple request. One would think, but you'd be shocked.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. Try My story... That, I was going to say, try making that argument in a brewery in Asheville. It doesn't work out well uh, Correct. Uh, and
2: so here's the thing. I don't care what people think about me, so you can be as mad as you want to that I don't want your dog around me. Uh, I'll pet it. Uh, good dog. <laughs> My story is about the famous Oscar Meyer Wiener. They tried to change the name of the Wienermobile. Mm-hmm. It's long been the Wienermobile. It's what it's called. Yep. But... A little over four months ago, Oscar Mayer announced that they were changing its name to the Frank Mobile, which is stupid unless you put a picture of Frank Stallone on the front of it, because nobody sees that and goes, that's an Oscar Mayer Frank. Nope. That's an Oscar Mayer wiener. That's what it's called. All right. I know that word's funny. I know that it's not BC. That's what it's called. Okay. You can buy them in a grocery store and that's what it says. All right, the fact we've used that word for other things, but be me specifically because I'm 12 <laughs> years old between the ears, that's what it is. Now, after four months, they have come to their senses and they have renamed it the Oscar Mayer Mobile, which is what it, it has been for 87 years and should have always been. Mm-hmm. Yes. I saw you laugh. I, I, saw I, you laugh. I, I, th- I saw you laugh. I did. I saw you laugh, you 12-year-old. <laughs> Hey, what do you do for a living? I tell stupid jokes and talk about sports on the radio with an overgrown infant. Yes.
1: Yes, you do. Um, and and as do I, which is why we work well together. That's true. I'm trying to... But why did they change it to the Frank Mobile in the first place? You know the answer to that. I don't. Because somebody was aghast
2: at... Why would you call it that? Because that's what they're called, Okay.
1: That's not true, is it? Yeah. Somebody complained because they call it the Wienermobile. Uh, A lot of people had. Oh, that's that's a phallus. uh, A lot of people had
2: complained over the years. And, you know, the good thing is that Oscar Mayer finally went, we don't care. We don't care what you think. And I wish more businesses would do that. Of all, like 2% of you think this way? Cool. The the other 98% of us have uh, IQs above salad dressing. So we're going to go hang out over here and y'all go be mad over there. Yeah. How's that sound?
1: Yeah, I just—why would you do that? You're taking away a piece of Americana by trying to do that.
2: It blows my mind how many people are, are angry about things that have absolutely no effect on them. <laughs> it's <laughs> that, offensive. Oh, it's it, cool. you're offended.
1: Cool, Don't look at it. Yeah, just wanted to all be Franks. They wanted they wanted it to catch on. I guess it's not catching on. Nobody calls them Franks jeez yeah nobody
2: uh nobody cares all right it's it's not a big deal maybe just maybe let the wiener be just i I knew i would get a chuckle out of you but
1: why do you do that because
2: you're six and i want to prove it to other people
1: because you'll go he said Uh, it we got it we got an update from miami jalen waddle has cleared the concussion protocol so if you're worried about that for your fantasy teams this weekend, Jalen Waddle looks like he will be a go against the Buffalo Bills, and I'll be frank with you. Um, the, the most surprising thing to me about the 70-20 to beatdown of the Denver Broncos was that they did that without Jalen Waddle. Uh, yes. <laughs> wait, yeah, wait They did that
2: with a River Craycraft and Braxton Berrios and uh, a Chosen Anderson. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and uh devon a a Chan, who is honestly just the next pebble in the gauntlet right he's the next one in oh, yeah by the
2: way glove. and and you know i i realized that we did all the fantasy football things we talked about that game and i never at any point had the opportunity or at least i never took the opportunity mm-hmm. to look directly in that camera and go hey you remember you remember when i told you that miami was not that worried about running back no matter what you thought um do you see what I was
1: referring to now? Yes, all of those because that was all without Jeff Jonathan Wilson Taylor, They were all on, yeah,
2: yeah. That was all without Jeff Wilson. Who? Oh, by the way, they played over Raheem Mostert
1: repeatedly last year, and and he's supposedly going to be the one when he returns. At least I, that was the statement from yeah. Mike McDaniel when he went on IR before yeah, the season started. And I got that. I I, I heard you. Mm-hmm. I heard you say that. <laughs> I don't believe you at all i don't think you can you got to do the you got to do the hot hand thing right there's the no way you, there's no way you can bench raheem mostert for that jeff might come in and go back to the two spot over Devin a Chan god i hate it when the guys do that
2: yeah just you know what when you come into the draft pick a name
1: yeah all right and then stick with and it and then just don't change it darius Oh, am I not supposed to dead name Shaq Leonard? I apologize. Uh, at Sports Think ESPN. <laughs> yep. If that He's segment naming me.
2: If that segment didn't do it, uh it, frankly, we'll be back in a few minutes, and it might be the Jeremy Green Show. You're
4: in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. At Ingles, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels, whether we're building new fields for T-ball, celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys, and we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings.
2: Are you Beer City's best fantasy football player? Your chance to prove it is back. The Sportsocracy's battle for the belt is back for year two with two ways to win. Our standard contest and the new Eliminator Challenge for the most hardcore of football fans. Play fantasy football with us every week of the NFL season and compete for a cause with proceeds benefiting Evelyn Charity's St. Nicholas Project. Register today at thesportsocracy.com and take your shot at the title of Beer City's Fantasy Football. Ball champion Thursday night football I already gave you the Packers and over what is now 45 I make it a habit in this segment every day to give you a parlay that I feel pretty good about and this one is plus 2800 Take the Packers in the money line because I do think they're going to win this game. Take over the 45 because I do think this is going to be a higher scoring game. Then take Jameer Gibbs, Aaron Jones, and Amon Ross St. Brown as anytime touchdown scorers. Put $5 on it just like I am. That $5 wager. Becomes one hundred and forty-five dollars. If I'm right, you can take those wagers to BetUs.com. Use our promo code Sportsocracy to get hundred twenty-five percent deposit match bonus and up to thirty risk-free bets. So you can wager the NFL with us all
1: season long. Yeah, parlay plays. Let's let's get that's the one. That's the one that I have the hardest time getting. I can't even pick one game right. Much less trying to string five of them together. Oh, I parlays the, with multiple games are tough. I get, uh, same
2: game parlay. Uh, look, the, the the strategy to a same-game parlay, lay out the score, which for me, the score of this game is 31-28 Packers. Okay. Then lay out how you got there. Aaron Jones is going to have four touchdowns? No. Is he going to have one? Well, if they score that many points, there's a great possibility they do. Right. Detroit Lions gets 28 points. Uh, who exactly do you think is going to score those? You have a rushing touchdown. The only running back that's alive on that team, you can give me Craig Reynolds all you want to. Uh, I said alive, and I probably should have added good. But uh, Jameer Gibbs, he out-touched Craig Reynolds aggressively. So he probably sneaks in the end zone. Because okay. I don't think they're going to play that fun uh, tush-push game with Jared Garf. So they get inside the five, who are they going to hand the ball to? Yeah. And then Amon Raw's just the best player in this game.
1: What about Sam Laporta?
2: I wouldn't mind that one. Uh, I mean, I didn't do that, but I can tell you what it would yeah. be if you changed it. Yeah, to no, Sam I'm Lapport. just,
1: I'm just curious. You know, he's he he's my little uh, boyfriend now. Uh, after his twenty two point eight performance, I think it was in my league last week.
3: Uh,
1: I, mean, I mean, trust me, I understand why yeah, so one would that. like Sam oh, absolutely.
2: Uh All right, if you add him to what was already existing, that makes it a lot more oh, uh no. that would take your five dollar wager and make it pay 578 50 there you go
1: but now you need all of them to do it yeah so i would probably yeah. recommend that's... taking somebody out yeah, yeah yeah that's 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 the problem that i have of trying to figure out which ones because i know if i take one it's not gonna happen it'll be the other i'll sit there and toil over sam laporta or craig reynolds and I'll go. Oh, I'm gonna be sneaky and go Craig Reynolds. No, it was Sam Portal. Well, my brain tells me I should go Sam Laporta. Nah, it's Craig Reynolds. It's always gonna be the opposite for me. Hey, I mean
2: Craig Reynolds Fine not a bad. It. That's not a bad on uh, DraftKings because he's awful cheap if you're playing the Captain yeah. Showdown. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but you don't do that, right? Didn't you tell me once you don't play those? I've started to. Wednesdays are just awful. I was gonna say, are you are you just chasing
1: points at this point, or are you no? Just...
2: <laughs> Tank, I believe we all know this about me. If you, Mark Starling, decided to flip a coin, Mm -hmm. wouldn't even care why you were flipping a coin, I would be standing beside you going, I got 500 on heads.
1: (laughs) I think it's a good thing that you've never been to Vegas.
2: I've been to Atlantic City. That went quite nice more than once. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The only problem with Vegas is that I might go and never come back. Although, we are but just a few months from sports betting being fully legal in this here state of North Carolina. Now we are. And now I don't have to go to Vegas. Spend a lot of money on a hotel room. See a bad Celine Dion show. Mm -hmm.
1: Eh. Or I can do it from a couch. Yeah. yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, That's not bad. Not bad. You're in the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. 92.9 of him. 880 a.m. at 1400. One hour to go on a Threadbare Thursday. Get your comments, topics all thrown out there.
0: Daily drafts coming up next. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. Oh, look. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back. Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingle Studio. Back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN
1: Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to sportsocracy.com click the live video link, subscribe to the channel, join us in the chat. Threadbare Thursday, your topics uh, talked about. Just throw out uh, what's on your mind in the chat, and we will get into it here on the program. Top of the third hour of the program, we do the daily draft, and today's daily draft while the suggestion of Gatorade flavors was was pretty stout. Uh, yeah, I'm not a great one to ask that because it's uh,
2: Arctic Frost, period. Oh, we should have done the draft. Because would that be your one? No, Lemon oh. Lime would be my one because that's what all of you get. I mean, and I like that one. Wow. Because
1: Arctic Frost is my favorite as well. That's the white
2: one, right? Yeah. Uh, it's the best one. No doubt. Ever.
1: Yeah, and guess what? Powerade has one of those, too. Equally awesome. The off-purplish one they used to have. Uh, Riptide Rush, I think it was called. That one was really good. There's a Glacier something that's a—it's it, real good, too. Yes. Yeah, maybe we should do that down the road at some point. But uh, we're going to focus on who needs a win this weekend. Okay. Looking at the schedule here, who needs a win the most? And we're talking college, we're talking pro okay you want me to go first It's up to you i mean i'd i guess i'll do it i guess i'll be the one to go first here who needs to win the most this weekend because to me there's two number
2: one picks and i'm not sure there's not a drop off a cliff after that uh i would go jacksonville jaguars wow uh you didn't take either of my first two really i mean i don't disagree with you that one was on my list. It just wasn't that high. Yeah. I got Jacksonville
1: at home in, uh, in the UK. Yeah. In their other home. They're in their vacation home back at their home away from home, um, against the Falcons. I just, I feel like this is one of those games that you started out the season one and two. You got all the pressure on your quarterback and that D de- that the loud, the, the crowd is getting loud when it comes to the defense As well, as it should. Trayvon Walker's been terrible. Yeah.
2: Hey, weird. That guy that he didn't put up a lot of stats, and you took him over the guy that did. Weird, that didn't work out. You know,
1: that's never happened before.
2: Vernon (laughs) Golston!
1: Oh, sorry. It's happened to, like, Sean Oakman. You remember that name? I saw that one a few days ago, and I went, wow. I remember when he was a big... A big thing i yeah. get there were other
2: things i was there. about to say I get his, there were other things didn't there. really have anything to do with no, but, on the field
1: no but but uh but imagine i mean it's not always the guy who looks best on tape oh yeah because he wound up in the xfl or the usfl or all one of, of those he's played in all of them and he's not good every year they do this uh, every year he tries to break back into the game and he's just not good anymore. All right, so I'm going to ask a question, and uh, there's not really a wrong answer to
2: this. I'm just curious. Let's say, mm-hmm. and and I'm going to use the betting line here. All right, Jacksonville's three-point favorite. Okay. over under 43 43-and-a-half. Okay. Let's say that Atlanta wins this game 21-20. Mm-hmm. Are you walking away from that looking at the 3-1 and one Falcons more impressed or more concerned about the 1-3 and three Jaguars? I'm more concerned about the Jags. See, and I would look at that the other way, I I would look at Atlanta and go you, you, three and one, and you're pretty impressive three and one. I also believe in Atlanta markedly more than you do. Yes, you do. I, I think that's a good defense. I mean, you held Detroit last week twenty points, and trust me, they had plenty of opportunities to do more. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in your quarterback. I do think there is coming a day that they go to Taylor Heineke. And maybe that's my own personal opinion. No, he's terrible. Desmond Ritter is awful. Yeah. it's. I mean, they're, At they're point. babying him in a way that I don't know that I've ever seen an NFL team do with a quarterback. Yeah, he would he would be my number two
1: to be benched this year after Zach Wilson. He's up there pretty high for because me. He's there's just a, there,
2: there's also a very loud rumor pushing around right now that
1: Ryan Tannehill ends up as the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons Could before be. this all said and done. Could be. Three worst quarterbacks in the league so far this year have been Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Desmond Ritter. Not close. I mean, <laughs> it's those three by eight years. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's what
2: I'm saying is if you get quarterback play that bad and you manage to be three and one, I'm looking at Arthur Smith and the Falcons going, Man, if you could even if you even had a competent quarterback, you would be tough to deal with. Mm-hmm. Could be a threat in that division. And with Jacksonville, I think I need more than than where they're at. Yeah, I didn't like what happened with the Texans, obviously, but I think you just got caught. Mm-hmm. This is a game where I actually think you're playing with a team that's pretty close to the same talent as you, and you got to go to London. All of the things you got the Bills next week, you get obliterated by the Bills. That's when I'm going to start looking at it going. Ooh, right? Oh, you yeah. lose a close one with Atlanta. I'm not.
1: I- I'm not abandoning ship yet. Okay. Uh, there again. It it really wouldn't be that impressive to me that Atlanta won these games. Oh, they caught a struggling Jaguars team who would be on a three game losing streak at that point. Um, and one of those was to Kansas City. Yeah. The other
2: was one of the yeah. worst teams in the league. In between Kansas City and a trip to London. hmm. That's just how I would view it. You're yeah. more than welcome to view it your way. Yeah. I just, I just just don't
1: put that much into it. That's a that that would be a that'd be a hell of a struggle. Early Uh, in the season for Jacksonville, for sure.
2: My number one Mm -hmm. is number one by a whole mess. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to talk about this for a real long time because we've already talked about it. It's Sean Payton, and it's not even kind of close. If you think it's bad right now, you lose to the Chicago Bears. I don't care that it's in Chicago. Mm -hmm. You lose to that team, there will be calls for, it's just time to give up on Sean Payton. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't think they would be unmerited. You have to win the next two weeks. You lose to the Bears, you lose to the Jets, and last week is going to be a distant and very favorable memory.
1: (laughs) It it will get loud in a
2: hurry. And I know definitively you're not going to agree with what I'm getting ready to say. Mm -hmm. The next one's Deion Sanders. The amount of steam that that Colorado ship lost is almost awe-inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. I, in four days, and look, I consume nothing but sports dog all day, every day. I haven't heard that team mentioned in four days. And you shouldn't. And you're getting ready to play a game at home against a USC team that, yes, they are really good offensively, you're supposedly really good offensively too. Mm-hmm. And if you lose this, I don't think there's anything you can do that gets that back on track. It's oh. not going back to where it was because you were 3-0. and You were in the top 20. There were delusional people talking about you going to the national title game, which that was never happening, but fans short for fanatic. Absolutely. and Fans can be insane. Mm-hmm. A win over USC, I'm not sure that you're not right back where this started.
1: You definitely would be.
2: You would be right back where this started, and then you look at where they go from here.
1: You could pick up a ton of steam. Mm-hmm. No, i I wouldn't have gone there. I thought about it, frankly, but they don't need to win. That, I, that's I, not a. That's not a need. To, Dion's still going to be Dion. Oh,
2: I'm right? not saying he the would.
1: The appeal to and, that program and for me, it's not a. It wasn't a hey, you need a win or you're going to
2: get fired. It's a who is a win going to mean the most to? Okay, ver- that-
1: and how much is a who is a loss going to be the most damaging for? Mm-hmm. In that sense, I I see it, but in the strictest sense of we need this, no, you don't, because yeah, the hype went down, but it was always going to go down unless you hung in that game and lost. It was always going to go down. Now you got matered. And everybody yes. saw it. And everybody watched Bo Nix trotting up and down the field, just nodding his head, having a good old time. And they they clowned you on national television. They made you look like you did not belong in this game. Now, I will say they need a good showing this week or there will be even more fall off that bandwagon. See, that's you my favorite. You get dusted See, by get dusted again,
2: Now it becomes too easy to negatively recruit you. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm – that's what I'm looking at. Look what happened when they went up against – They went up against somebody real, and they got dusted. Yeah. And the other problem of that is, I'm looking at their schedule. The next two weeks, you play Arizona-Stanford. play at UCLA, who flat out – I'm just going to be honest with you – they're better than you. Mm -hmm. So, you're going to lose that, and that's a game that nobody's going to give you any respect for losing. Mm -hmm. Then you get dusted by Washington State and Utah, because you have to go to both of them. And so – you, you take all of the hubris and you take all of the things that have happened and how important of a story this was. And then you look at a team that very easily may not even be in a bowl game. That becomes super easy to negatively recruit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's cool to be with Dion. Look, all the stuff you get, you, you were on television. You think you're going to do it again? How many people watched them play Utah? Nobody. And then I'm not sure that you're, you're ahead of where you started. But it's not by nearly as much as you want it to be.
1: I got a good feeling that he's going to do it again in the off season, right? He'll just retool and play the same. Well, here's the thing: if Shadur's not going pro, which he's already said, right? Travis Hunter, he probably doesn't get him to stay. No, d- Travis Hunter's going pro. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, the guy could be the number one pick or not. Go. Number top first round draft pick. They could go in the top five. There you go. Ish. Yeah, I know. I didn't mean number one overall. Anyway, he's going to retool, and they're going to come back in with the same hype that they had last year, or or for for the first three weeks of this season, because he's building something here. They're not there yet. Everybody flipped their lids in the first three weeks of the season. And I feel like I was the only one back here going, you guys realize this is going off the, the rails real quick here. I didn't realize it was going to be that bad against Oregon, but you should have seen that coming. And you should see this weekend coming too, because they're going to get smashed again. 21 points at the least. You think that's close? Uh-huh. Okay, I, I guess that's going to have to be
2: wrong. I don't know that I'm picking that game. If I, I'll go ahead and tell you, if that game's in the bangers, uh, I will be on the Colorado side. I don't think you understand how bad that USC defense is. They struggled with Arizona state Mm -hmm. who can't score. Shadour Sanders, even without Travis Hunter, he could have a day. Mm -hmm. That's just one of those. I'm looking at going, okay, I could be wrong and USC could cover. I am secret out on betting it. Okay. All right
1: and and like i said
2: because it should tell you everything you need to know that they got smacked like that by oregon and this number didn't go up mm -hmm. we're at the exact same spot we were last week and now part of it is that you don't have to give up the number because some people think it was just oregon it was a bad matchup, and at home they're gonna come back right i get it i'm talking
1: about sharp money which is how you pay the bills all right needing a win this weekend Pro or college. Daily Draft will continue next here on ESPN Asheville. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8, Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on
2: Sundays are you beer city's best fantasy football player your chance to prove it is back the sportsocracy's battle for the belt is back for year two with two ways to win our standard contest and the new eliminator challenge for the most hardcore of football fans play fantasy football with us every week of the nfl season and compete for a cause with proceeds benefiting Evelyn charity's st nicholas project register today at the sportsocracy.com and take your shot at the title of beer city's fantasy football champion.
6: I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
0: The Sportsocracy. You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers.
1: Back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Daily draft this week, or today. Daily Draft is who needs a win this weekend, college or pro. I went with the Jacksonville Jaguars first. I don't feel like they can start out at one and three. It's not going to be good for them. Jeremy went with the Colorado programs, Denver and the Colorado Buffaloes. Um, I don't think, I mean, yes, it, it's going to suck for Denver. If they lose to Chicago, it will be laughable and the heat will get exponentially hotter for Sean Payton, George Payton, Peyton Manning. I don't don't care. Everyone is under fire if they lose to the Chicago Bears. So I get that one. Colorado doesn't need to win, but I get what you're saying. If you want to make a statement after the hot start and all the attention you were getting, you want to look like you belong on the field again, yeah, I can get that. I'm going back to the NFL, though, because I'm going to say Carolina Panthers. Now, look, it's it's hard for me to go th- three or four weeks into the season and go, you have to have this game, right? There are other teams. It, it's that- not hard for me to say that. Really? But with Bryce Young coming back, I, I think at some point you need this. You need this win, right? You're facing the Minnesota Vikings. you got a, a great opportunity here to win a game. You need to do it at home right well i you mean here's Bryce the thing, Young to I'm come not, out and make this offense look decent after andy dalton did that last week well i mean i'm not that worried because they're bringing their good luck charm uh you know a
2: tanker will be in the stadium which means they're probably gonna win by oh, a thousand screw you just yeah, yeah. and see, the tank showed up they beat my team shank tank showed up they beat his team yeah yeah they did yeah they got their they got their lucky rabbit's foot that's gonna be in the sweet
1: you're not wrong. Well, I okay? mean, my
2: biggest thing is that if you don't win this game, you're starting 0 sixth.
1: Yes. So I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. Carolina Panthers in a big spot this weekend. I think for for the team, for the fan base, for Bryce Young and his confidence, they need to win this game against the Minnesota Vikings. Um, show a little bit of fight before the bye week comes because I'm not sure you got a chance to win going forward uh to to the bye week at least next must win or needs a win it's the los angeles chargers oh and brandon staley oh you're taking on the las vegas raiders if you don't beat them by 58 points i'm gonna be pissed
2: that's the one i wanted (laughs) and i'll be honest with you i was gonna take the chargers and go uh i i will i'll pass i'll pass on the, last, on the rest because uh, i've already won and i don't have to do this anymore.
1: <laughs> it's brandon staley is uh, it's every game now every game we're on brandon staley fire watch well if they're playing a bad team well yeah he can i mean lose to a,
2: uh, the chiefs sure, or something like sure. that anybody that's not almost guaranteed to make the playoffs you better win yeah because if you don't uh it's gonna be an ugly monday
1: keep on keep on keeping on brandon you keep calling those fourth down plays on your own twenty four yard line and see how far that's going to get you. You're lucky that Kirk Cousins bailed you out. Is it is it bad that I want
2: nothing more than the Chargers to lose this week? No, for Charger fans. No, because we had a lot of them that listen to this show. And for your sake, I want you to catch that bad loss early while you still have a puncher's chance. Ch- there you go, puncher's chance yep. at making the playoffs. Because what I don't want is you play this, will they, want they, you keep beating bad teams and getting smoked by good ones, and you have to hang on to Brandon Staley until the end of the year. This team's too good for that. You deserve to at least see what Kellen Moore or whoever would take this team would do. Now I actually have to think, because I thought I was going to get Brandon Staley and just be like, and we're done.
1: I mean, there's one. There's one obvious one that you could take. There's an obvious one I could take. I mean, I believe so. Um, I, I take the flip side of your first pick.
2: The Bears? Yeah. I don't. I, what, what? So what's they gonna do?
0: What's gonna they're not do even on Denver my list.
2: Win. Uh, well, if Denver loses, they at least still they're at least still some people that believe Sean Payton's a good coach. Mm-hmm. That could all be gone in four games. I was the biggest Sean Payton detractor on the planet. Nobody thinks the Bears are good. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, we beat the Broncos. Woo! Yep. Let's go. Thirty-first worst team in the league. All right. Uh, no, I'm going to take the other obvious one though, because you made me look up and down the NFL schedule, and I spotted one. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals. You're playing a Titans team that the. I don't know that any division in the NFL has flipped as much to the national perception than the AFC North. Because now it almost seems like everybody's looking at the Cleveland Browns like they're the big scary bear out of the bed, and Cincinnati's becoming an afterthought really quickly. You lose to the Titans, that's going to get even worse. Yeah. I don't care that it's in, in Nashville. Okay, You better go into Nissan Stadium against a team that doesn't score well. And I don't even think you just need to win. I think you need to beat the smoke off of them. And if you don't, it, we're just going to keep doing this until you actually show us some facsimile of what we thought you were going to be. Nope.
1: Don't expect it to be that way. I, w- I wouldn't think so. No, I Vegas mean, I doesn't that, expect it to be that I, way. I know Cincinnati's that.
2: Cincinnati's not even – they're not even – it's not even a field goal spread,
1: which I keep looking at going, you're daring me to do this. On paper, you look at it and you go, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, hail throw Tyler Boyd in there. All the You give me all of those against – caleb farley and who the hell else is playing in that secondary for tennessee like yeah they should annihilate these guys roger mccreary but joe's not joe's not healthy he's not right and no uh, but you know if they come out and just beat
2: the sin out of tennessee it's weird how two and two we'll stop talking about that yeah oh what's wrong with cincinnati that won't be the narrative they beats. they beat tennessee the way that they are talented enough to do on Monday, what's the story going to be? Mm-hmm. Man, Joe's not real good first two weeks of the season, but outside of that, yep. still a Super Bowl contender. Yep. You lose here, Cleveland beats Baltimore. Ooh.
1: I think that pass rush still gives him problems. Though. It's going to be ugly. I think Tennessee's pass rush is good enough to give him problems and make him look iffy, and that'll be a closer game than you want it to be. Um. All right, I, I'm, I'm going to look back to the college game.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, is there one that you have mm-hmm. identified as really yes. wanting? Yes. Uh, do, do they have a, a big old cow as their mascot? No. Uh, do they have a little leprechaun as their mascot? Maybe. Okay, so yours is Notre <laughs> Dame. They were also on my list, but they're not who i taking. <laughs> this is as big a trap game as I think you'll ever see because – the Texas Longhorns are playing a team that does not get the respect they deserve nationally. They haven't all off season long, Mm -hmm. all season long. Mm -hmm. And if you look past them to Oklahoma, then it ain't going to matter because they can come in your house and hang an L on you because Kansas is a good football team and nobody needs a top 25 win. Just to really cement it. Because even now, the Alabama game, we're looking at them going, oh, they have a quarterback. Yeah. That doesn't count. Sarkeesian beat uh, Nick Saban for the first time. He's not had a quarterback in 20 years. You need another one. You need another one, and then you need to go into that Red, Rev- Red River shootout and beat the brakes off Brent Venables. I think they will do the latter. They are on super upset watch to me. I haven't heard another pundit say that all week. And I keep looking at it going, that's the easiest underdog I've ever seen in all my years of doing this.
1: But why? I mean, Texas is really good defensively, are they not?
2: Uh, Really good is probably overreaching a little bit. Okay. They're really good against bad teams. Mm -hmm. They haven't seen a quarterback that's in the stratosphere of Jalen Daniels. Mm -hmm. I mean, not even in the ballpark. It'd take 10 Jalen Milrose to get one Jalen Daniels.
1: Sure, but you can have a good quarterback. The question is, they have other pieces do you too? have the weapons? They have other pieces, too. Okay. That's what I want to And he hear. is
2: scary enough that if you just fixate on him, he mm-hmm. can burn you over the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas, 16-and-a-half point favorite over Kansas. That is, the for me, if Texas even, if they cover that spread, them in Washington will now be my one and two. unabashed one-two. Yep. Because I just don't think there's anything Georgia can do that makes me go, wow. No, if they show up. You and- d- did that to yeah. good
1: teams. Yeah. Georgia doesn't play good teams. <laughs> I was going to say, if Georgia shows up at uh, Jordan-Hare this weekend and uh, beats Auburn 50 to nothing, are you going to feel great about it? No. 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 I mean, I will, as a Georgia fan. We'll feel good about it. But... Uh, but we'll still have that question because of course 36 of those points were scored in the second half because we don't show up for first halves of ball games anymore. uh Texas and Kansas not bad. It's the Notre Dame fight in Irish and to me it's not even close with Texas. I get what you're saying about they could you know they need a top 25 win and they could asleep. but Notre Dame especially, you already got a loss. And if you pick up one to Duke, not to throw shade at Duke, because that's a very good team. Sounded like shade. It wasn't. I'm just saying they're ranked lower than you. No one's expecting this. You pick up two losses, you're dead. There's no chance. You can run the table all you want to. You beat USC by 35 points, and nobody would care. The, The committee's not putting you in. You get two losses and you're done. Well, I mean, after you made me walk down the rabbit hole of
2: uh, how many teams are going to be up at the top of the standings with one loss, I'm not sure you can get in anyway. I said you could, and then I walked it back immediately. Mm-hmm. Of maybe don't you can't. Think you can. I think you got to be undefeated. You're going to need.
1: You're going to need a lot of help. Mm-hmm. I think you got to be undefeated to make it. But you definitely pick up two losses. You're completely out of the discussion. Uh, you want to talk about a team not needing a win but wanting a win? It's the Duke Blue Devils, and it ain't close. Like, that's a team that's been on the – that. that's a program that's been – Or are you taking them with your other pick? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, I was just saying on the flip side of that, I mean, we're talking about uh, – you don't need a win, but they might want one more than anybody else in the country. And I guess that's why I didn't have Notre Dame as high. hmm Because I'm looking at that going, you might be walking into an absolute buzzsaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll use, uh, I'll use the same philosophy here for my last pick. Because you cannot lose this weekend and remain in any discussion. And it's LSU against Ole Miss. You're on the road. you got to have it.
2: If you're new to the program, that means that particular game will be in the bangers tomorrow.
1: Mm-hmm. LSU, two-and-a-half-point favorite at number 20, Ole Miss. You pick up another loss, you're done, ski. I And, look, I agree with you. And it's one that you could very well lose. I agree with you. I don't
2: think the SEC is strong enough to get them back in. Because mm. they don't play Georgia in the regular season.
1: No. But if you beat them in the championship, then...
2: Who are you going to get in over? You're in. I don't agree with you. I don't. I think Georgia is literally the only hope the SEC gets a team in. I went down that rabbit hole, too, of, yeah, LSU doesn't beat anybody that's overly impressive either.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, I mean, what are you going to do? Let them in over a one lost Florida State team that dog-walked them? Ah, uh, No. Florida, literally the whole state of Florida would mutiny. We beat you to death mm-hmm. and you let them in over us. No way. No I think way. LSU's out anyway. Tar Heels are going to be the champs anyway. Oh, in the ACC, so just Lord. Just but I'm glad you, state. I'm glad you mentioned that because there is one team that's on super upset alert this week. And Kelvin Joyner said it in the YouTube comments. He said the school, I'm going to say the coach. It's Dabo Sweeney. Mm -hmm. You better beat Syracuse.
1: Is that even a thought?
2: Do you not know what the spread
1: in this game is? No, I do not.
2: (laughs) That was an interesting impression of me. It's at Clemson. Clemson's less than a touchdown favorite against undefeated Syracuse. Interesting. Oh, and uh, throwing that out there. Here's the problem. Mm -hmm. I don't think you're any good. I don't think your quarterback's any good, and it's cute that, that you're all up in arms that you hung with Florida State. Florida State was awful. I, I'll say that as a lifelong Florida State fan. They were awful. Mm-hmm. I was ready to go home in the third quarter, just completely disappointed in the effort that my team showed. You still lost in a game that the other team... There were times that I thought, do you even want to win this game? Like, do you have something to do the first week in January? Mm-hmm. If you lose to Syracuse and You mark my words that I said this. The Dabo talk will get real, real, real loud. And it should. You
1: can't start 0 and 3 in the ACC.
2: Well, I mean, Not with this one's Kelvin in the YouTube your... comments, and I'll give Kelvin Joyner credit. He said this before I did. Uh, if they don't win out, they don't even see FSU for a rematch in the ACC Championship. I got right. news for you. They ain't seeing FSU anyway. They need Duke and Florida State to lose three times, and neither one of those two things are happening. Clemson is irrelevant to the ACC. The question is, can you keep putting butts in your stadium that aren't screaming for Dabo's head? And you say I'm crazy. I was just in that stadium. I heard probably 10,000 of them while the game was happening. That hadn't happened at Clemson in a long, long time. Mm-hmm.
1: Long time. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Dabo needs a win this week. I thought you might not have seen that one because
2: well, you know Clemson's not in the top twenty five anymore, so you gotta go looking to see who they play. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, right. they're on. You talked over what I, you talked over my evil. No, I sorry. Had to, sorry. Uh, we have a lot of Clemson Tiger fans that message me, and most of them are such nice people. About I'll say there's about five that bring out my inner Ted DiBiase.
0: <laughs>
1: You're in the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Most important message of the day to follow. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors,
2: zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two,
1: running the option.
2: There's four to choose from. White Haze, Peach Perfect, Scary Berries, and my personal favorite, Mean Green.
1: And number three at 6% ABV, Max Protect. Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer. Running a
5: small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC.
0: On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. It's all a mess today. All right, that's Just, not That's the wrong button. That
2: is
1: the wrong button. Right, you, you you want to try again? <laughs> you want to try again could, with the right button? We could try. Uh, here, wait. Let's see. Is this the right button? There we go. There you 100%. go. 100%. Yeah, had one job. Hey, you know You actually had one button. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Uh it is the sportsocracy. It is ESP in Asheville. And yeah, we're glad that uh the weekend's almost here. Or at least I am. Anyway. It's been a weird day. My day sucked today. Yeah, your your day has not been clicking on it's, all cylinders. It's been terrible. Ever since I got up this morning. I woke up this morning, thought everything was fine. Got my shoes on. Oh no, he's actually I my didn't th- clothes on. Are you telling crimes on a family member? Crimes? No, no. I'm talking about the fact that I had to go after the first show of the day to buy me some new shoes because my damn cat peed in my shoes.
2: You ever heard that phrase? I'm not sure how to tell that. Uh that <sighs> that fits in. Well, you ever
1: had a cat? Ever had a dog? And, and well, and it happened. Uh, I've now. never had a cat. The cat you, know, you know why? The cat peed in the shoe, and of course I didn't know it. Until I got to work, and I'm sitting there, and I'm doing my morning stuff, and I'm getting the sports report already, and everything, and then I'm just, I still, I smell cat pee. Like, where is that coming from? And I figured out it was inside my shoe, and it's. I had to go buy new shoes, and then I left my shoes on the side of the road for somebody to claim. (laughs) I mean, that's the that's the thing to do, right? You just throw them in the dumpster, make them go dumpster diving for it. Leave it out there next to the highway. Somebody'll find it. I don't think anybody wanted your cat piece shoes. <laughs> you probably could just throw those away. Uh, you never
2: you know. asked me you know, has that never happened to you? No. No, it hasn't. I I don't make a habit of feeding and housing things. That defecate in my
1: belongings. Uh, you had a dog at one point, and I know the dog chewed something or drooled on something or peed on something or pooped on something that you just ruined your day. No, she didn't really have that problem. She was just... You know, oh, it, it, yeah, that's right. That's the one you had to keep in a diaper to keep from doing that. Oh, no, no, that was... Oh, a completely oh, yeah, that different was the, reason oh, i forgot that was yeah That was for a completely fact different reason. she wasn't fixed i forgot about that. yeah
2: that dog just had a you know everybody says their their kids and their animals are so smart i never said that with that dog <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that was that gave us a that gave us a stupid dumb dog dumb as bricks that that she was sweet good lord that was the sweetest dog on the planet yeah yeah unless you're you another animal you ever do you, you, she did not like other animals, right. but she loved every person, and
1: specifically they, Mr. Spencer. I'm not looking forward to going home because there's going to have to be a talk. There's going to have to be a dumb, dumb talk with my children. Because also, when I walked out to the car this morning, my car was open. Like, the door is standing wide <laughs> open on the on the car. And I'm like, well, has somebody been rifling around in here? Oh, no, I've got a big box of T-shirts in here. It's uh, Ah! No, no. One of the geniuses went out to the car last night, got something out of the car, and then just, yeah, I just leave the door open. It'll be fine. Door standing wide open for 10 hours overnight. Good Lord. Thank God I live in a safe neighborhood. Anyhow, it's been a day, people. I'm just saying. right.
2: If, if if we lived in chicago your cat face shoes would have wound up in your back seat <laughs> i found them and i'm giving them back and i'm stealing everything of any value
1: and i'd have had a note on the door from dirty micah the boys 100%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh i've
2: yeah. waited for three years to get that reference in do it twice in the same twice day in one
1: let's go <laughs> uh all right uh let's get uh let's get let's do the crimes thing here uh most important sounds like you did day. crimes leaving your pea shoes on the side of the road Hey, you know i didn't like said somebody get s- use out of those i've been
2: sitting by dirty pea shoes all day
1: indeed we're no. morons i'm just <laughs> saying we're
2: morons if yes. you didn't know that by now you now do
1: all right um Crimes. Back to crimes. Most important message of the day. <laughs> Don't do crimes. <laughs> Don't do crimes. also a spit out monster
2: for absolutely no reason whatsoever.
1: <laughs> uh, new York City professor has a new gig. After she did crimes, of course.
2: It's her new gig making so, license plates? No. That's usually what it is. No, it's not. Crime.
1: No, she's actually working at another school in New York. Uh, who's shocked by this? It it should just read, uh, you know, school looks the other way uh, because assault uh, perpetrator is a liberal, basically a New York City. Oh, he
2: just threw that don't do crimes thing right out the window. Don't
1: do politics thing right out the window. Well, I mean, because this is the only this is the only way. All right, so New York City college professor, the crimes that she did was. Okay, she showed up to a, there was, there was a table at her college campus that had some anti-abortion literature. She got upset. She goes and causes a scene and flips the table and posts a viral video of her just telling these people off what she feels about it. Okay, that's, that's well within your rights. What you don't have the right to do, though, is when a newspaper reporter comes to you to get a comment on the story, and you meet him at the door with a machete against his throat, telling him that if he doesn't leave, you're going to, you know, cut his head off. We don't get to do that in a civilized society,
2: right? Well, I mean, this is not a civilized society. This is this is a 2023 America.
1: Now she got kicked out of out of out of her other job at the other school, and now. Apparently, in a private school in Manhattan, the Cooper Union School has said, yep, you can come teach art for us. What happened to canceling people who do stupid stuff?
2: No. No, we only cancel people that say, you know, random things on radio shows like this. (laughs) Uh, That's why we (laughs) own this company, and I'm not going to say we're uncancelable. It'd be tough. How
1: how do do you get another job? Supposedly molding young minds. After you've threatened a newspaper reporter with a machete against his throat, your
2: your story had a lot more uh, is a lot heavier than mine. I, I feel like we do this a lot. Uh-huh. My story comes from the great crime state of California, Florida. Oh. Uh, come on, anytime I ask, anytime I time. ask, it's always going to be Florida. <laughs> Especially when I've made four Chicago jokes today. I've already hit my uh, I hit my quota. Okay, I can't say anything <laughs> about Chicago until next week. Police officers in Florida pulled over a stolen car just before 4 a.m. Thursday morning of last week. It was speeding on the interstate and had been reported stolen. When they had the driver roll down the window, they discovered something somewhat alarming. It was a 10-year-old boy driving with his 11-year-old sister riding shoddy. Care to take a guess how these two youngsters got to where they got in a vehicle that they were not legally allowed to drive. Their mother had taken away their electronics mm-hmm. because they were, quote, using them inappropriately. Okay. So these two little rocket surgeons went, hey, let's steal the car. Yeah. They drove 200 miles <laughs> at wow. 4 o'clock in the morning That's, that's because a lot. mommy took away my iPad. I am not an advocate for crimes under any stretch of the imagination. So I am going to have to suggest something in the the most delicate way possible. (laughs) There are times that children need to meet a new friend. And that friend is old Mr. Mr. Panking, first (laughs) name S. uh, Because, shoe buddy, if I'd have done that when I was a child, I'm not sure I'd be sitting in this chair right now. (laughs) Not i might a still be doing this show i'd just be standing because i no longer had the ability to sit on
1: yeah. my percent.
2: oh but that's good that's not an appropriate form of well here's the thing i mean i hate to go scoreboard but did 10 year old jeremy ever steal a car mm-hmm. no he didn't mm-hmm. did 10 year old little little johnny and Susie heathren here do
1: it sure did <laughs> scoreboard Scoreboard for a Rick and Kathy's way of disciplining the child. I'm I'm, I'm so glad that you. Told that story delicately yeah well i mean not just delicately just i mean i'm not, the, not just going the full. fact that you put the story in the show immediately after my complaints about my children and now i just want to go home and hug old dum-dum and say you ain't that bad after all are you <laughs> oh i mean i'm not like i'm not like riding a character his a belt goes off at walmart dang whip
2: your kids <laughs> if you won't somebody else will i'm not going there i'm just saying there might be there might be ways to handle this problem that aren't a timeout.
1: taking their electronics i'm sure they really learned their lesson yeah uh uh, by the way just wanted to respond to the uh youtube comment here from jonathan welch who offered the new nickname for me i'm really disappointed jonathan i thought you were a wordsmith sir because the name is stank spencer thank you well let's see he got pudding
2: pants (laughs) for a reason that we all know so oh
1: Mm. Yep. pp shoes feels too <laughs> simple <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you will you keep thinking you keep thinking you know what i'm about to ruin your day <laughs> you do every other Aww. day why else? why would the day be any different yesterday social media started to do that thing that it does it started to buzz about the mcribs return let's oh, back comes back same time every day every year no it's not Bet it does i don't know Bet it does we've done a countdown to it every single year mcdonald's made an official statement when asked for comment about the rumors online that it would be returning in mid-november and their official response is that was bad information that you got we will not be bringing the mcrib back ever Go ahead and admit it. They can no longer find the plentiful uh supply of horses and <laughs> chicken bakes. I mean, look, let, let
2: me let, let me let me make this as clear as I can. I knew because I saw this story uh-huh. and I knew you were gonna tell it uh-huh. to try to do the same thing to my day that your cat did to your shoes. Exactly. I I knew it. So you can tell me that they can't find a replicable source of of, of McRib patty meat. I disagree. Okay. There are shoes being left on the side of roads every single day that you could grind up into what is probably a nice facsimile of a McRib. Just don't grab tanks. They've mm-hmm. been weed on.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't care what you make it out of. Just bring it. I need you. I don't care if it's hooves, beaks, gizzards, feet, feathers. I don't care! You
1: realize they could take the same stuff that they make the chicken nuggets out of, stamp it, and make it look like that McRib and it'd taste exactly the same. Hey, guess what? And put a little barbecue sauce on that bad boy. I don't care if they start grinding up cardboard
2: boxes. You throw it you throw some of that just wonderful awesome. barbecue sauce on it. Give it some some pickles, some slivered onions, and put it in a box and put it in my hand, Ronald. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't have to be the original. It just has to be a facsimile. Yeah, Because what you're giving me now is not what you gave me back in the 90s, bro. Pepperidge Farm remembers. I remember that McRib. That was a better McRib. But you know why this one's so good? Because I can have it now. It's like the Arch Deluxe and the McShaker Salad and the Snack Wrap. You took them all away from me. You ain't taking the McRib away from me. Mm-hmm. We'll riot, okay? Mm-hmm. I am not a protest kind of person, but I will protest you, clown. I, I will.
1: I think this you is the only You will bring path. that back. I think this is the only path. You have to bring it back because that's exactly the response that Mark Starling had this morning when I told him this story because he's as crazy about the McRib as you are, and he said verbatim. We riot. We we ride at dawn if they do not bring back the McRib. You will bring back the
2: McRib. We will do it again. Loud, dirty Mike and the boys. <laughs> That's
1: three. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville.
4: Attention. It's time for the morning announcements. Make sure your parents are aware of the Ingles Tools for Schools program and ask them to link their Ingles Advantage card to our school. Remember, you have to do it each year. Now please stand and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance.
3: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America
5: and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
0: The Sportsocracy. We treat star athletes better because they're better people. That's not fair. Life isn't fair, kiddo. Get used to it. Back in the
2: Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. You know what we learned today, folks? What's that? We're the two most irreverent people on the planet Earth. This was, I I like how you said this in break, this was the most Seinfeldian edition of this show ever. (laughs) This was three hours. And I'm not sure we we talked about anything tangibly touchable the whole show.
1: No, no, not really. Not Uh, really. Uh, I mean, we could continue to talk about nothings the xfl and the usfl are merging well i mean we knew that
2: two weeks ago so that that's not really breaking news they're uh their peace use
1: army's joining the aac
2: also not breaking news pudding pants <laughs> you know what is breaking news what's that uh we got new shirts yeah we got new show shirts yeah Tank's wearing the charcoal one you can see one of those Displayed proudly behind him, I'm wearing one of the blue ones. The red one is behind me, and we also have this lovely teal. That will be available on our website after the show. Is it
1: still a red handle on the on the beer mug there? Oh, it's
2: Florida State
1: colors. You know why? Because I designed it. Uh I designed it. Uh And if you don't like it,
2: uh, tough. It says Beer City's Football Club, established 2020, and the website. And here's uh, here's what we've decided. Uh, on, uh, on, on and things, uh, we're, we're going to have Robbie Wright do those for us and we sell those out. We're just going to do it again. So we're going to charge just enough to buy the next set and then just keep doing it on repeat. So if there's a shirt you really want, just let us know. We'll make it the next one and we'll keep doing this for. We'll keep you in funny shirts for probably the rest of eternity. Indeed. Because that's how long we're going to be doing this. Indeed. I, do, I really
1: do like these. Uh, the football club shirts.
2: It's also the softest material known to man. It
1: is. It is. I'm, you know, makes me feel all nice and warm and fuzzy inside. I we'll need you to stop rubbing yourself like that. That's making me real uncomfortable. It's your fault. You shouldn't have bought such comfortable shirts. I do have good taste in apparel. Yeah. This might be the most comfortable shirt that I own. It's probably the only one that wasn't bought in 1997. Bingo! Enjoy the football tonight. We got the kickoff of Week Four in the NFL Thursday Night Football. Got the Lions and the Packers in NFC North battle. Will this be the uh, the step for Jordan Love, or will this be the Detroit Lions? Finally doing that thing that we wanted them to do in the preseason and flex their muscle and put a little distance between themselves and the rest of the division. Go, Pack, go. And Tank, keep yourself shirt away from your cat.
2: They like them things.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Kill that thing. Not really. I love it. At Sports Tank ESPN. If
2: he didn't give you enough reason to be mad today, you're not offendable.